everyone. Welcome to the MTG Painful Truth Podcast. This is episode number 23. My name is Britt Wagner. I'm your host. Uh, joining me as always, my good buddy Cole. Cole, how have you been, bud? I've been good. Uh, been enjoying Pioneer a lot lately. Yeah, we both have. Uh, we're going to talk a crap load about it uh, in our uh, set review. Uh, mostly, uh, this is a big Pioneer format, so we're going to talk about that. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about about or we're gonna before we get to that we're gonna talk about the uh st louis nrg event uh for us if you follow our twitter maybe you know what how that went and uh i'm gonna go i'll make this quick but i'm gonna talk about a recent rcq experience that i had um so i I guess cole i'm gonna go ahead and jump right into uh let's let's go right into the nrg event oh yeah uh so not very good for us cole let's put it lightly um so, uh, so, so let's do kind of a the decks we decided to to, to land on. Um, obviously, as as you know, I, I was on uh, in the in the pine or the modern seat running Amulet Titan. Uh, Cole, we were built the best Bant Spirits list that we could possibly build, and our buddy Tyler at the Legacy seat was in. Uh, blue black uh i was playing blue black shadow um so cole what what happened so (laughs) we so we were doing some playtesting beforehand and there was one deck that we actually never played against in paper that i had played against on moto i was like right it was a deck that we hadn't run into like locally at all which was boros and I was like, wow, Boros sucks ass for spirits. Like, it's really hard. Uh, round one in our event was against Boros, and he just hit the nut. Game one and game two. And then uh, round two played against Rakdos. That, it was actually the guy who lost to the same 75 that I was on in the challenge. He got second place. Okay. Playing main board uh, Sky Sovereign. Ha, neat. And then round three was uh, Boros again. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I unfortunately just did not have a good weekend. Uh, yeah, so so Cole unfortunately lost his three games. Uh, I officially lost two myself individually. Uh, I lost the second and third round that we played. My first round did, did have a conclusion, but I think I think it would have gone my way. Uh, my first round was against uh, Blue White Hammer. And uh, I was I was pretty far ahead, and the opponent um, was at like his. I think I think we overheard that their last card was Path to Exile, and that was their last card in hand. And I had uh, plenty of gas. I had a Primal Titan coming down to um, to win the game. To, uh, that I would have most likely won the game, um, but both Cole and Tyler unfortunately lost their respective matches. Uh, round two, I played against Blue White. Uh, days undoing. Uh, I was, I I will admit, like just kind of after kind of just looking at those lists because I didn't really, I had I didn't really study those new lists. I thought they were kind of um, just like a modern flash in the pan kind of way to build a deck. Uh, I I didn't really respect it that much, and I kind of had this post board plan of like, all right, this is blue white control, but they just do other stuff, and that it just turns out they're. I should treat them like a a, a combo deck. Uh, they have no counter spells. They have uh, all the evoke and uh, evoke uh, the blue and white evoke 
uh, I almost said endurance, as the uh, elementals, uh, so the solitudes and solities, and just playing Narset into Days Undoing, uh, which allowed him to win game one and game three against me. Uh, game three, he had date, turn three, Narset, turn four, Days Undoing, turn five, uh, upkeep, uh, activate Gyrate Sanitarium, and I just... Unfortunately, this was the uh, the match I needed to win because Cole already lost because he was, as you know, he was playing against Black Red, and unfortunately he got he got uh, humbled a little bit, and uh, I had I just had no choice. I think Tyler was probably going to win his match, but it just it's kind of sucked to be in that spot where opponent has a full grip, and I'm just just uh, completely dead at that point. It's a, it a pretty bad way to go to start. We were 0-2, and then uh, last round was against Blue White Hammer again, but um, in the 0-2 bracket. But uh, you know, Cole played against Boros Heroic, which we knew was a, a matchup we wanted to avoid, but we did a very bad job avoiding it. And then uh, I just couldn't win against Hammer. Um, so that that kind of ended our our team trios weekend. Unfortunately, a very very unfortunate uh 03 drop for us but like cole i don't know about you but i i still like i think it could have shake it could have shaken out a whole lot better for us i think we just kind of got i think your seat just you played against three really tough matchups like boros was we thought unwinnable and we were right unfortunately uh, Tyler, we I actually like Tyler's deck. I don't know Legacy, but he seemed confident, and he definitely was the uh, he was hanging around. And I think all of his matches went to three games, so he was definitely hanging yeah. around and being competitive. And uh, I think my deck lined up. I still think it lines up okay in the format, as, especially at that time. This was, this was about two weeks ago, but I still think it was a respectable choice. But it just it just didn't pan out for us, unfortunately. Um, but. Uh, we got in touch with Inkling Customs. I almost forgot about that. Uh, she was at the event, and she made... I, I probably dropped, like, $50 on her tokens and product and card arts. Like, she made uh, some Painful Truths tokens for me and Cole. Uh, those were fantastic. And I bought, like, a pile of Construct tokens and the Fable of the Mirror Breaker, a few of those tokens, and just other tokens I need for other decks. And they're, they're all fantastic. Um so this always support her yeah uh, so uh, so unofficially this is an ad for her and uh check her out inklingcustoms.com she's she's awesome she's a great person to meet uh, i worked on her with her and the mtg rants uh she did the art for the our discord and our in the artwork i'm just buying a pile of tokens too for uh from her too for the rants discord so um i what yeah i i always like supporting i don't really support local artists like i do with inkling customs but um like i i think they're a huge part of the magic game and people like inkling customs are just make the game so much better and the her tokens are great and uh yeah check 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 out all the artists but um inkling customs is a good one too um and then so going into uh day two so there was a side event or a I guess like a 5k I'm not sure what this was um well modern only for Sunday like a one day event 
Uh, I decided not to play because Cole, you didn't have a deck, uh, and I, Joe, talking to a friend, he was like, you know, if the result I want is 03, then I don't want to play. I was like, I kind of get that. And I was kind of like, I wanted to play Pioneer a little bit. I wanted to play, uh, but I didn't want to just like be stuck in modern. And we have a 12 hour drive. Uh, Cole, you had to work the next day. And I was like, I, I don't want to. I, I was like, I don't want to put the spike hat on right now. I just, I'd, I'd rather just do side events. Um, and <laughs> that's what we, that's what we did instead, and that was, that was more fun. Um, and we were kind of switching through, uh, <laughs> through our decks because we have some shared cards. Like, uh, like you played Bant Spirits a little bit. I played. Uh, you let me play Velmachus, and you're like, all right. After I lost my one game, you're like, all right. Did you learn your lesson? And I was like, yeah, I did. Yeah, I gave him back the Sanctums. <laughs> And stuff like that. Um, I, I don't think there's anything else uh, that I rem- like. I really remember that were, was notable. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, so we shared a Airbnb with my my old Wichita, Kansas buddy Cody with uh, his friend Pat. Like with the with my old friends Patty and uh, Joseph. Uh, Joseph Joe. I think we call him Joe. I forget what I call him, but they were they were great crew. We all stayed at Airbnb. It was a lot of fun to hang out with them. Uh, they were they went two zero into two three drop. I think I think they started. Yeah, that, that's what they did. Yeah, and uh, so they yeah unfortunate for them too, but uh, it was still a blast to hang out with them. These were like uh, Cole. You met Cody for like two minutes at the Star City event. Yeah. I don't think anyone besides me, uh, those groups didn't know each other, but we all had fun. Uh, yeah, great, great. Like uh, apparently, Tyler and Patty became best friends out of all this, or something. Oh like yeah, that. and then Tyler got really drunk at um, Cheddar's. Yeah, or not Cheddar's. Yeah. Um, Where did we go? It was was um... it Cheddar's? We were supposed to go to that one place. No, it was Cheddar's because I was like, oh no, that's where we went. Day one. Um, was it Highway Fifty Five? Oh. No, was it a Fifty Fourth Street? Fifty Fourth Street. It was Fifty Fourth Street. Yeah, because we we went to someone. There was a dietary uh, obstacle in the first whatever <laughs> spot, and uh, we were like, "All right, we're we're moving on," because like we we were like, "Let's let's all hang." So that was yeah, and so it was great. It, uh, Cody he set up the Airbnb. He's a great person to to do all the legwork. So we just had to just kind of get there crash and and have fun so uh yeah uh, so this ad for cody for airbnb services also <laughs> uh that was it was it was also great to see him he was a a good friend of mine when I start, that's where i really kind of started playing uh, competitive magic was up there in uh, wichita and uh, speaking of uh garrick alford he is also one of my friends he top eight the that's the the side of it playing the blue white days and doing so oh really uh, yeah yeah he's a he he's a he's a one trick pony uh playing blue white decks and i congratulated him after for this top eight and yeah he said that uh the, that was the way to build blue white today because control like playing control and counter spells and stuff like that no you, you can't play you can't play that game with four color like you gotta you gotta play your your uh, days of doing basically was kind of the takeaway i got from it right now is as long as Rin and Omnath and Yorian and 
everything else is around you can't play blue white and i kind of get that in modern um cole uh i know i've been talking quite a bit but i think i need to talk a little bit more <laughs> about uh, going into the next event i'll try to keep this uh brief as possible um, is this the the thing that happened yeah, this is the okay, uh, right. R- yeah my R- by RCQ. Uh, oh wait, do we want to talk about the the random thing that happened in at a uh, NRG? Uh, what with was the, with the guy? Yeah, yeah, you you go ahead because you actually remember the story better than I do. So yeah, you- so we were you know we're getting our ass whooped right, and it's day one, and there was another thing going on by the convention, like by us, by the tournament hall. Not gonna get into what it, I I don't know what they were doing, but either way, um. We're just hanging out, and I I hear the uh, the R word thrown out, and that usually perks my ears. And um, at first, I thought it was like a table, like you know, a player getting mad at another player. There's gonna be a fight or something, something crazy. And I like turn around, and it's just some dude in a doorway, like the entrance hall, like just yelling, calling everybody idiots and stuff, because mass. And Mass didn't even feel like they were required. Cause like, well, well, they were required for the NRG event. Yeah, but like, the half... I don't know. There no, a lot of people entering not, the building, no, but they... They're, well, I'm they're, talking about even in the NRG event, there were people that weren't wearing masks. Either way, it was it was required on the, on the, on the thing that you had to wear masks. I don't know... Oh, yeah. I don't know where... It, what special services... I, I don't know, I'm not going to get into that. But, either way, he's hooting and hollering. Uh, I didn't see the guy behind him. Brent saw the guy behind him. Apparently, there was a guy behind him recording. Yes. And they're 100%, 100%. And he's, you know, throwing every word that a 10-year-old would throw at somebody, being a 50-year-old man, he looked. And, you know, it... Like, eventually, the judges and, like, some of the, like, bystanders kind of shove him out. And, you know, we're we're defeated, and we're like, all right, we're going to go eat. This is, like, and, at the end... This is like, I think Tyler's playing for his third... His... We're, we're dead. Like, we're dead. Yeah, Tyler's playing for funsies. Yeah, against our round three opponent. And they were really cool, but... Yes. Um, <clears throat> Tyler doesn't see what happens. I watched the whole thing, and we're, we're... Tyler finishes, and we're all like, well, we're hungry. So we're leaving to go get food, and we're passing by the other hall, and I just see... And I just remember this dude's face, and him and I make eye contact, and like... He was a part of whatever they were doing over there. I, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, I was stunned. So they yeah. eventually blocked it off so that they couldn't get back over. Right, yeah, on, like, because we had, like, I guess they had, like, the main hall. We had, like, the go in, go to the right a fair bit, and that's our section of the, the hall or whatever. Uh, and, yeah, that was, it was crazy, that that whole thing. I almost yeah I, oh I didn't forget about it but um yeah that that was it was so weird but yeah he it was it was very strange it was it was anti mask yelling he made it and you know if you're at a big convention hall there's a it's a big room and he made it ten feet in and which is as far as he wanted to go to send his message or whatever of of anti mask uh, yelling at a random room of a, a random room of, of nerds. Right, yeah. It, so I, looking back, I know the. Um, I don't want to talk about that group too much, but I know like none of them were wearing masks, and I think it was like a. I, I told you I, I, we won't get too much into it, but I, I told you what it was. Like I know exactly what it was. 
I, I okay. I didn't know at the time it was like some sort of. I, I gandered around what they were thing. talking about. It, yeah, I I knew what it was. Okay. But okay. yeah, that was just a that was just a uh, fun experience. In, yeah. In, in St. Louis. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And yeah, that it was a lot of fun. But I, I asked Tyler, like, "Would you want to do this driving game?" He's like, "No, nah, I'd rather fly." I was like, "Yeah." Oh my god, we didn't get back till fucking like five a.m. Or I didn't get back till five a.m. Yeah, it was about four thirty when we when we uh, when we when we uh, got back to your your parents' house or whatever where we yeah stayed. holy holy shit <laughs> yeah uh, Tyler yeah we played till uh, we were like all right Tyler play as long as oh. um, you're you're eligible another yeah. fun thing that happened was the power went out oh for like. A minute, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because we had there was like some fucking crazy storm or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, you you can even hear it too. Dude, I was time. in the bathroom when the power went out. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> what a weekend! What a fucking yeah. weekend! Yeah. Yeah, and I remember I was playing. Uh, I was playing like some side event at. Um... You were in the fucking modern side of yeah. it or something. Yeah. Because I told you to. I told you to win a box again because we got a really good box before that. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, yeah, I tried my best. Uh, that game dude, was that, crazy. Yeah. I, I was playing. Uh, and I, at this point, I'm playing. I think I'm starting game two or game three against a uh, four color opponent in the. Uh, it was game three because game two was where you drew your whole deck. Right. No. 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 Yeah. Definitely went to three games. But at some point, Tyler said, "All right, I'm out," and it was like, "Okay, well, it's on me." Uh, and I was not. Pl- I was kind of just playing fast I probably wasn't playing super tight but i was like all right as soon as i'm done here i could probably offer my the other person who's waiting on this match to finish to split the box or whatever and get out of here because it's like six o'clock in the evening and we know it's a 10-hour drive in front of us or whatever yeah i think it was a gruel guy that you sat next to that that beat his opponent yeah it's like yeah it was like ponza i was like i really i would take half a box against this <laughs> that guy yeah, was no, cool yeah um, I'm trying to think. It's he had a his his round one opponent took forever to finish. Like, no, nothing is longer than Tyler's hammer opponent. Yes. Oh my yeah. god! I played a whole ass side of it before Tyler finished. Like, I remember. Oh yeah, because that was. Uh, yeah, we're getting into the weeds of this event. But holy we're, shit, we're playing modern side of it because we're we, we, no, yeah, we, we were doing the pioneer. Tyler's doing modern. No, no, no. And this was it's day st- one. It was day one. I played that modern side of it, too. Got to. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. You played and the then, Merfolk, right? Or and whatever. then we both signed up for... Yeah, it was Merfolk. And then we both signed up for Pioneer. I die again really quickly. I I, there, I had lots of losing. And then you, you win your round one, and you lose round two, and then you're out. And Tyler's still, like, in his round two of the prior modern event that I, like... I think he's played one game while I've been eliminated twice yeah, during, that, or whatever and then i got to watch that guy take a whole turn back dude it's fucking crazy oh, right. yeah there's i i don't remember i didn't see it happen but it's just like oh you know what let me let me start over on his turn <laughs> whatever like mid-combat or something like that yeah he went to combat and he was missing lethal so he was like hey wait a minute let me let me take back and he went right. back to his like upkeep that was fucking crazy yeah he, it was uh you know it wasn't competitive rel but you know you... Oh, dude come on i'm about to start throwing that around on like fnms oh Hold yeah on, I, we'll I, need back, th- I need to go back to my upkeep yeah we're just playtesting we're starting to do that now it's like yeah. it's this 
this this new cool trick for playtesting. It's like you know what I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't know you have a removal spell. Let me go back to. <laughs> I need a re I need a I need a mulligan. All right. Uh oh oh it, yeah. So uh, I think energy event it was really fun and I liked. So I have done like one GP, one SCG, and one. Uh, this is my first energy event. I know at Grand Prix the, or the Grand Prix the single one I went to. It's like they have these like. Was your only Grand Prix the one that we hated each other? Yes, yeah, that was oh, the only wow. one in Oklahoma City. Wow. Uh, also, Cody uh, booked my Airbnb there as well. Um, that was one where JJ and I were going to throw each other through a table, and a judge had to come stop us, and he thought right. we were we were serious. It was so funny. Yeah. Oh, but um, but that GP they had like scheduled. All right, three o'clock. There's this modern sign event, and just had a bunch of people. Which is fine, but I, I liked NRGs where it's basically, hey, once we get a, we have a pod to do a win a box or something like that. Oh, yeah, the fire on demand, yeah. Yeah, so I like that more. Like, uh, I know Cody did uh, some mystery drafts, because he, he likes yeah, him like and Yeah, uh, him and Patty did mystery booster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Joey uh, did the, uh, he did the main event also with Tyler, I think. Yeah. And, uh, you know, me, I'm, like, signing up for Pioneer Modern and trying to get us, like, you know, I just I just want to jam games and stuff like that. So. Joey bought into a whole. Joey, yeah, he Joey... he bought decks. <laughs> yeah, he, he bought he bought out a store. Yeah, he uh, well, his collection got stolen, unfortunately. Um, so he's he's kind of on top of him borrowing his legacy deck, I believe, or most of it. He was kind of buying it back into modern. So um... and then he bought into pioneer, and he bought into legacy. Right, I he know was a we're... really cool guy. No, yeah, whole 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 gang was was great. Yeah, they were they were great guys. I would definitely love to hang out with them again. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and they, I think like at that after you lost to Boros Heroic, like we're like okay, we got we gotta get this deck. And on the way home, I'm like, hey, the deck's like forty bucks from like not including lands, it's forty bucks. I'm like, I'm buying it, <laughs> and and I did because oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Bor- <laughs> yeah. It's still good though. Thank God. Be no, 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 it'd be a damn shame if it sucked randomly. Yeah. No, yeah, I think it's I think it's like Pioneer I almost feel like now Pioneer and we'll get into that too is uh Pioneer is like a a deck with a lot of uh, viability in a lot of decks. Yeah. Um but I think I think that's uh I think that's all I can think of for energy. Do we want to move on to my Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you get, you got the floor. Okay, I I I don't want to be too much. I'm going to put in the show notes kind of uh, a detailed uh of, of, of like my experience at a I'm not gonna name them but they were it was just a local uh, RCQ event uh, so let me let me pull up my tw- you know sorry give me one second I'm gonna pull up my tweets uh, real quick because that's where I complete you know basically became Karen uh, so there's so the arc there's RCQ no but R- wait 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 before this okay. actually uh, he did message me and asked me if he should tweet about this. Yes, and I said yes. I said if you don't, I'm going to. It was right. the, this whole thing. It, I'll I'll tell my half because it's really short. So yeah, yeah. Go, I, go I I was at work and we had planned prior to this that he was going to go to this RCQ. I got off at like two, and this RCQ. I don't even think you told me a time it started, which we'll get into. Um, and I was like, I'll come. It it actually wasn't even that close to work. It was like thirty minutes, but I was like, I'll I'll come from work to go hang out with you and support you. And then I got to go home. That was the plan. And then he starts messaging me about all this stuff and it, dude, it, oh man, I was heated. 
But yeah. you're good. I, I was very upset. No, no, that's that's fine. So, so preamble. It's like I know of this event. I've known about this. Them this the store scheduling this event for a long time in our in a Facebook group where uh, a community member put out uh, the RCQ event schedule basically on a post, and I was like, "They thank you for doing this because it makes life everyone it ma- makes it great for everyone." And so I'm like, "Okay, I don't see a sign up for this thing, so I guess I'll just go there and say, here's my money, let me in.' Basically, is what my, what my plan was because there was I went to their website and i'd circle back after i got home after i was heated at the end of this i was like let me see where it is like let me check their facebook page no no events nothing like they don't have like their weekly events there either like okay let me check their main website it's probably from GeoCities back in the 1990s and they just still kept it around (laughs) it's fucking garbage and i even i would show cole later the registration page Mm-hmm. And it's like fucking black text on like a fucking black sky background where you can't even see the <laughs> fucking text. And it's like, I'm going to pay, like, they expect me to pay $50 in this fucking scam looking machine on this terrible website. Fucking garbage. So I, I, I catch that later, which is, and there's no, there was no like click here to, you know, sign up on their website. There's nothing like that I, I found. And I go to the Facebook page. I'm like, okay, well, like to me, it's still like, you know, maybe it's the boomer in me, but I'm like, look, yeah, game stores should have some sort of Facebook presence um, or some and, kind or, of social media of like of like some kind. Like fucking Twitter is like, I'll, I'll take Twitter. I'll, I'll let you have a Twitter. I I do Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's great. I don't like, really like, follow stores. Like one of the like, stores I worked at, the first store I worked at, started to use Twitter, and like, and that's fine. That that is a thing. Right. So I'm like, I have my, de- and you know, it's me. And recently I'm like printing out deck lists. Cause I don't like writing full deck lists. I th- it's, it's annoying to do that. So I like, also like out fuck deck ups lists. are pretty easy on it. Right. Yeah. Cause at the, uh, the one didn't, I had, I did the star city game template and being amulet, you have like 700 lands and then it cut off the last three. I was like, Oh judge, I need to add three cards real quick. Um, <laughs> So yeah, fuck ups happen, but I'm like, look, I, I I print this out because also I'm just like, like, look, I don't, I want to just lock it in now and not worry about it. And I, if I need a sharpie, make changes, that's not a big deal. Anyway, I I it it starts in the early afternoon, like two o'clock, according to the Facebook post. That's all I that, that's all I I got really. I show up there at one forty for an event that starts at two, and they're like, okay. Uh, I'm the first person on the witness like okay, and oh, they, they tell say, you it's capped. They tell me it's capped, and I'm on. I'm number one on the waiting list, and then they say if there's spots slots available at two, I'm in. I was like okay, and the, you know they have their uh, and I'm not at this point like I'm like okay, well, I'm gonna go talk to some some groups of players I know, and there's and I'm like there's like a lot of people there, not. Cap, not a cap number because it was capped at like 48 or something but there's a fair bit of people i'm like okay let me hang around them but i'm like well i need to make sure i get back so i kind of like hang around the register for a little while and they, they, i hear so many different like okay it's like 208 and they're like okay well let's go ahead add you it's like okay well hold on i was like okay and i'm like it's 208 or whatever 
and they do like they go through a roster and they're trying to get people and they also have like their credit card machines down so they're just having like regular oh, i didn't even know about problems. that you didn't even tell it, me about it that. was it, it wasn't related to anything but i'm just like okay they they have shit going on so i'm like i'm not gonna you know so, so cut, cuts them. yeah cut slack because they have right and then i'm and eventually it's like it's like 215 220 it's like okay we'll add you and then they're like okay wait hold on and blah 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 230 hits and i'm seeing like and there's i don't know like every dfw magic player uh, but <laughs> i know like there's a few names like oh they're they registered or whatever and then at like 220 225 this those people come in i'm like oh my god like this is um this is the like i i could just tell and then it's at 230 they it's they're like okay we got 48 sorry we don't have room for you so I'm like, okay, I, so I, I was pretty pissed, but I was like, okay, thanks. And I walk out the door and cause I'm like, look, I'm not going to throw feces. <laughs> I'm throwing feces now, apparently, but I'm like, I'm not going to cause a scene or anything like that. And you know, it's, but I was just like, look, why, when did two thirty became the time? Like, cause I only heard two o'clock and I, later I went home, I was pretty heated I'm waiting 50 minutes and then they tell me the two o'clock they tell me I'm in they tell me blah 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 and I'm like what the hell's happening and then 2 30 like the last person showed up and like oh sorry I was like oh my god and so I go back and I'm I message you like hey don't go I'm I, I'm not in and you're like that's that's some bullshit basically go back home and I'm like where do I like what did I miss and then I click i go on their facebook page and they have a discord link i was like oh my god click their discord link add join their discord community then i see some info and i see a fucking two o'clock start time so i don't know where the hell people got the 2 30 start <laughs> but i'm like i'm sorry i didn't know the secret fucking handshake to join this stupid event but i'm like why why are they so cryptic why are they hiding like like i was like am i wrong like why is this so hard to find and i'm like okay well we're and we'll go over Darkhound at uh, the Pioneer event uh, coming up. Uh, that's this upcoming weekend from the time of this recording. I was like, I click on their link on their homepage, like, hey, RCQ event weekend, like this weekend with like, and they have a banner that has like the, the, the I think the dollar amount, the address, uh, basic information. I was like, I could, sh- I could share this graphic with Cole. And he Another had great every, event, by he the had, way. Yeah. Right, right. And I was like, I could share this graphic with Cole, with Tyler, with anyone else and say, hey, here you go. This has everything on it, all the info. And they're like, they have a big source, so I'm, you know, you don't have to worry about being capped or whatever. And I th- even think like the first Well, the last was, one we went to was like 80 people or some shit. It was a lot. It was like 70, 80, because they had a, the seventh round. So it was. I think it was 80, because I, I thought it was like, I thought it was insane, like the amount of people that were there. And there but, was like t- but tons they of had, tables. They had the space for it. Yeah, they had, oh, yeah. The, they had the space for it. We had a whole another half of the store we could have used. Right. Like yeah, it was. Like, it was a lot of space. Right. So yeah, I don't want to go too much farther into that. I'm not going to name the store. If you want a, a private message me of who that was, if you really want to know, I'll tell you. It's. I mean, it's. If you're local, it's probably not hard to figure out. And this is a store that I've, I've never been to the store before, 
And as far as I know, this is like a pretty decent reputation for a store. And yeah, I just people. Like, I remember people always talking about that. Like, oh, people recommended me to go to the store quite often. Oh yeah, me too. And I was like, yeah. Oh, so this, like, yeah. I had when I had you told this... me all this, I was like, wow, really? Like, I I've been recommended to go to that store like multiple times. Like, right. Oh, and then like I uh, so that I, after I kind of t- tweet like my storm. I share it. I, I like email. There's, I see like email at store.com or wherever I mess it. I I'm like, Hey, just so you know, this is my experience I had. And oh, did you actually email him? I emailed him. He emailed back like what happened. And I was like, apparently I didn't link it. I was like, all right, my bad. At first I was like, really dude. I'm like, but I was like, Oh, it didn't hyperlink. It's like, all right, here's the link. I, I didn't get anything after that. So uh, I, I said like, look, I don't want like, I, I was like, just don't let it happen again. Like that's the best thing you could do. Like I don't want, I don't want like a. You know, I'm not here for like a pity pack or anything. I just like just, just be better. Like why, like don't have that was these the like thing, cryptic like, events. Okay, so so here's here's the comparison. When we went to Brick House or more fun, I cannot remember which one it was. It was it was Brick House. That was the modern one where you played, um, where oh, you Kale. were on the waiting list. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yep. but yeah. So I go in. I didn't know you had to pre-register. They were they were great staff. I'll, I'll give them that too. Um, yes. I go in and they're like, "You're on a waiting list and you're number one." I was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." And the second, the second they were like, "Hey, you're in," they took my money immediately and put me in. There was no like what Brent was talking about where there was a delay. They just immediately put me in, and right. like it was so fast. And that's how that should be. If you're on a waiting list and they tell you, "Hey, you're in," like I don't know where. <laughs> We're we're on there. They're like, oh no, we're we're gonna wait. Like, it. I yeah. I still don't get the two thirty thing. Like, because I saw they're like, they're like, hey, it's. They said registration ends at two o'clock, and I don't know how like half a dozen people are like. I guess that means it starts at two thirty. Like, I don't know where that info got got. <laughs> It got dumped or whatever because I didn't see that. It was like maybe like I'm I'm trying to you know I'm like maybe I goofed up, you know it's, if I would. Like, or like maybe they said two thirty start time, but I'm like they they don't fucking say it anywhere. But it's almost just like well we can't start like the class starts at two sharp, but it's like half the class isn't there, so it's like I guess we'll wait till two oh five. Yeah, but you were only missing like eight people is what you said. So like that was the thing to me is like I yeah. feel like if you're missing like eight people, like sucks to suck. Right, because like, like you yeah. you didn't make it, and that's and that's on you for not making it. That's that's what got me. I was like, why, why why this like bizarre like we're missing eight people sucks we're gonna wait right yeah that's that was wild so i was just like look that was ridiculous basically okay well that's that that's all all, that's why i'm gonna leave it for now um i i don't think well we won't have any follow-ups with that story i don't think um but I, that's the only thing I want. I was like, hey, if you're an LGS store listening to this, well, thank you for listening, first off. Uh, second, don't do that. Be better <laughs> than, than that. <laughs> yeah, I just, like, I'd much rather them, like, at two tell me, like, hey, you're not in. Like, because then I'm not wasting an extra 30 minutes, like, thinking I'm in somehow when I'm not. Right. And, and, and at one point, they were like, okay, well, if we need to add myself, like, if they, we need to add them in, like, we holding a dude's deck sheet. I was like, I have it right here. It's like printed out. It's ready to go. You can have it. It's right here. Um, I was just, I was just like, guys, ugh, so frustrating. Okay, but let's go into our final topic. I apparently don't have this pull up. That's the new Dominaria United set. This was something. This is 
like our my favorite episode because we always talk about the new sh- new cards and uh i'm gonna try to only limit to good cards but i think there's a lot of good cards so i'll I there is there, this set is very good right like and, it is a very very good set i'm we usually like to do this these episodes like talking about spoilers when they're fully out but we were really busy when spoilers finished um yeah and we did the pre-release. Pre-release was also that was probably my favorite uh, sealed format I've ever played. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was a yeah, pretty good limited format. Uh, I got I got a lily and a lotus and a green defiler. Right. I think uh, and the first one I had uh, the Sarah Paragon. I think that was. Oh, I had a Johnny, which I traded to uh, someone else for a Liliana the Last Hope. So I was like, that's Last Hope's great. And a Johnny, I'm like still indifferent on. It'll be twenty five dollars. Well, it's no. I'm just like it, no. If he had he had plans for it, so I was like, yeah, deal. Uh, we'll tra- make no. Tra- Brad's gonna be. You should have held on to this. It'd be twenty five dollars. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> twenty five dollar. Yeah. Oh, um, I got Sarah Paragon, which is pretty sweet. And um, the next day, uh, Tyler. Oh, I got. Wait, 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 wait. Before okay, we yeah. before sure. we get into this, if, if this is gonna be the final thing we talk about, we should talk about next weekend, real quick. Oh, RCQ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh so what uh where are you leaning i think we're both well so, so dark hound is having another rcq next yes weekend. Mm-hmm. um which i'm excited for because like i said the last time we went the staff was great yeah it was just, it was just overall a fun event and I, I convinced roger i know he's listening he was having some doubts but i'm hoping he comes because uh, i always love seeing him and it was a lot of fun last time with everybody and i think drew is coming too oh really i didn't um, know that yeah so a lot of the guys are coming i'm very excited because that was what was fun about the last one we went to even though i did well uh but yeah brent and i think are pretty set um, i'm like um, probably a little softer on a lot i think but... I'm, i think i'm set on the archetype <laughs> i think <laughs> no, i sure. might be unset on the colors but okay so so what We'll start with you. What what are you thinking for Saturday? So me for... saying that, people are probably like, oh, spirits. No, I'm actually probably going to play Grease Fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I just got Liliana of the Veils. Um, I've been playing a lot of Grease Fang lately, um, and Lily feels great for it. I know a lot of lists aren't playing Lily, um, or at least like not as heavy as I am. I'm on two in the main, which this isn't set in stone. I might play Orzov for Grease Fang, which has been doing well. I just like Abzan a lot because you get the Chariot. Chariot's so, like So what's gross. the... Uh... What's the big difference? It's like... So Orzov gets the Sarah's Paragon. Okay. Which sure. which is and also they play like mainboard wandering emperors. Um which I mean that card's absurd. Yeah. Um but I'm on Abzan currently because that's what all the pieces I have and uh, and with some extra stuff, like I'm not gonna get too far into the techs I'm on, because uh, first off I'm unsure <laughs> like what all I'm gonna be playing. Um but the list I'm on, I will say just play two mainboard lilies, which I've liked a lot. I was on three originally, but two feels a lot better because sometimes she's just not that necessary. Right. Um, but yeah, I played on a Friday. My only loss was to Mono Green because they like top deck to Storms Festival into Karn plus Nicobolus, and I was like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> Sick talk deck, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. And I thought seized them and took like their ramp spell, and I was like, all right, and they just went, oh, what a cool top deck into two other top decks. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, I'll go fuck myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, I'm currently leaning on Grease Fang, Abzan, because it's what's in front of me, and also just a lot of the 
the extra text you can play in it, like a lot of them are playing Traverse, which I'm going to play if I play Abzan, because Traverse is just a feels good most of the time. Um, it's just extra bullets of Grease Fang. And like, I've been looking at the format a lot lately, and the format just feels like a race for a lot of matchups. Like, like I'll, I'll say Grease Fang feels dirty as hell when you do it, because like a lot of the matchups I played were just like, I turned two to Grizzly Salvage and to turn three Grease Fang, and my opponent died. <laughs> like, it literally was that every time. And it's so fucking gross, because it's like, you know, if it was just you took 13, right? But, like, the angels don't go away. Right. So you're dead anyways, like, on the next turn. Like, it's so absurd like i was explaining to brent that it feels like hogak in the sense of how absurd it is sometimes because it's like you're explaining the grease fang combo to somebody and they're like yeah you're gonna take 13 yeah i had an opponent who just now saw this combo for the first time and i was like yeah so i'm gonna put this into play and he's like how do you do that i was like this card grease fang he's like okay he's like you're gonna pass i was like no it gives it haste he's like what and i was like yeah i'm gonna crew it with grease fang and he's like okay and i was like i'm gonna attack you for 13 and he's like how and i was like oh it makes two angels attacking <laughs> and then after that, I was like, oh, yeah, my end step is going to bounce. He's like, okay, cool, so you're tapped out, right? And I was like, no, the angels have vigilance, oddly enough. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I did get to do the cool play against Model Green of I thought seized myself to kill them. Oh, very nice. Oh, I hit him with Parhelion, and he went to seven, and he played, like, like two Cavaliers or something. And I was like, oh, I was like, shit. And I, like, drew Thoughtseize. I was like, oh, okay, and I Thoughtseize myself. And I was like, sick. I was like, you're dead. <laughs> um yeah. it's funny how you like talked about like let me let me explain how parhelion just destroys you it's it's also really fun to explain to someone how uh the lattice lock uh car the great creator combo works like hey so i feel like that was a lot easier to explain to people than like it's Part easy but i just like i did it i remember there was like kid who was like you know probably a oh. auto green pile of cards and i was like so actually when you tap that for green you don't get that ability and just like you don't feel like a great person <laughs> yeah no i will say it felt very shitty doing grease fang shit to people and it's funny another guy was playing mardu grease fang there and we were talking about it and he didn't yeah. have lilies like he didn't own them but he was like i would 100 percent play lily yeah and i was like i was like i mean it, it feels good uh i'm might get the stuff for orzov because i've seen a lot of people say they've done really well with orzov um lately yeah but looking at the format, what it is becoming, like uh, a lot of these fucking four-color enigmatic incarnation decks. Right. Like, it's hard to say what will be there this weekend. It's, it's just really difficult because Pioneer's so open right now. Like, a card we're going to talk about extensively uh, in the rankings list is Shieldred because I said she was really good when she got spoiled. and You, d you we, did. Would you believe it that I was right? Um, <laughs> but, like, there's going to be a lot of people... Like, I think Rakdos is still really good. And I think Rakdos gets better. And I don't really want to run Blue Spirits into Rakdos. And I've... Band's been kind of iffy. I know Band's been doing really well. Um, I'm, I'm, like, iffy on Spirits, period. Um, I, I see it do well. But, like, I don't know. My luck lately with it's been really poor. And Grease Fang is kind of up my wheelhouse of just bullshit combo deck that just does things so like right. I, I like bullshit combo decks and 
I will say I sent Brent this, and this is tech I'm probably going to stay with, I uh, will say, is I sent Brent that I was going to go up to two Sky Sovereigns in the main. And right. he, he was like, I don't believe in that. And I was like, well, I'm doing it. And lo and behold, in the challenge, two Sky Sovereigns in the main, because the Japanese players are crazy over there. They're doing... They, and actually, funny enough, the Japanese players were on Traverses, and that's what they're on now, too. Yeah. I was telling Brent, I was like, Japanese players are calling it. Look at them list. Thanks, thank Roger and... Uh, Fire Shoes, I think, is his Twitter handle. Right. Yeah. He always posts lists. I love that guy. I always get all my information from him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Brad, what are you going to play? So, Lotus Field. Got it. All right. <laughs> Don't need to continue talking. No, we were talking before, and we're looking at a big Pioneer deck dump from, like, you know, it's it's new cards, and people are building new decks, a lot of Coco decks. There are no Lotus Field decks <laughs> in that dump, and which is it's basically on, like, you know, as much as like we could shit on like Boomer Jund or whatever, like Blue White Control being a bad deck in whatever format, you can always count on it to still be in the deck dump. Like, like Mono Green Tron, it, it'll still be there in the deck dump. Uh, it always is. But Lotus Field this week did not. So I'm just like super, like, I was, you know, I was low on it anyway. I never got close to wanting to play it at NRG at side events. I was like, nope, absolutely not. And it's just, man, it's, I'm really glad I didn't foil out the deck where I was kind of like, I did look at prices before. I was like, oh, it's not too bad, but I'm pretty far away from wanting to play that deck. Uh, but I'm going to probably be playing just mono green uh, with uh, Teferi who fucks the sun. I think that's kind <laughs> of the, <laughs> I think that's kind of the, was the best deck. And I think, I think Pioneer's still like unstable until like, I don't know what the best deck is. Like, I think it was mono green, but now I'm just like, Pioneer is just cracked wide open with this new set. So I just don't know. But that's, that's what I'm probably going to play. Uh, but I also, you know, Cole, we were talking a little bit before. I played a little bit of like the Blu ray creativity. Uh, I actually played it on consecutive weekends. I had the Aspiring Spike, uh, Cheat Torrentials, uh, into Magma Opus, into Do Stuff. But then recently I'm looking at the Zena. The Zinagos. Zinag- I don't want to say Zinagai. He's a god. Zinagos with uh, the World Spine Worm basically just throw 30 damage at your opponent in one swing with Trample. And that seems pretty, pretty good. I, I like. I mean, in the tech dub recently, it's everywhere. Right. There's like three. I think there are three total creativity decks. The, a spike, the spike one, the one I'm playing there's a mono red one which had like the uh the dwarven mines and other like the raise the alarm style cards as well just to generate some tokens that you can do the Zena like the Zenagos uh thing as well and yeah it's it's uh that's that's gonna be i'm kind of considering that too i think i'll have i don't know if, when i'll make a final decision but like as of now i don't have one but the Part of me wants to play that. It's just like a good like. It reminds me of like uh, the blue red breach deck that you played in modern, where it's like you, you kind of <laughs> wait. You wait it, for it your window. It kind of is. Yeah, kind. You kind of wait for your window, then you do a source speed uh, creativity into make. Uh, well, make the biggest difference was with the modern one was that you could do it at instant speed. That's yeah. That's a big deal. Uh, this, yeah. But you do have fable in this one. Right. Yeah, and. Uh, 
we we jokingly call it Solano's Law with uh, Andrew Andrew Solano, who was hyping this card hard. I think we talked about it briefly that he was selling Tyler and telling Tyler why he can't play red decks without playing the uh, Fable. I really wish that I had like recorded that conversation or something. That was the greatest thing ever. Right. I I think this and this joke will will only stay between us at this point. But every time I'm just like like when I see someone play it and just does dumb shit, I was like, yeah, Solano's Law this point yeah it's definitely i mention it all the time i, I that was still it was so funny right. i love that man that man's so funny yeah he he's he's so funny um but yeah i'm gonna be playing either of those decks uh i'm basically hard locked between those two so soft locked into either at this point uh nothing else not because there's anything else not no not looking at spirits not looking at uh Boros. Bro. <laughs> I mean, I think that deck's good, but it's just like... It's I not... just With all the Rakdos running around, it just scares me. Like, I feel like if you played green the whole day, you're probably going to win the whole event. Maybe, yeah. And, I'm just... and that's like, man, just Infect Hammer-style decks where it's just like... It's that, that, that stuff kind of scares me. I don't know, Hammer's always been better than Infect lately. No, 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 I'm just like that style of just like... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Protect your dude and, and go kind of stuff. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> whatever on it yeah but that's that's the i think that's the last one of the season i think there was a one more in a few weekends uh that's gonna be a modern um but this this one i'm looking this one we've been looking forward to for a while it's the only i think it's the only rcq that has done pioneer and this this store is this is the second time they're doing it so it's it's gonna be a blast oh yeah i'm excited i'm i'm hoping to walk away with a top eight at least yeah, me too. Like, like I'm, about I, to, I'm gonna play some of the greatest magic I've ever played in my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm hope. Yeah, me too. I uh, I hope we just split finals and we'll just like, but that's pretty tough. If we split finals, we can go to Chili's. That's true. That is that's true. I'm down. Split finals <laughs> for Chili's. Uh, okay, so uh, to Dominator United. Oh yeah. Okay, so I will. Uh, try to keep this brief i know i kind of make these a little bit longer than i need to I, sometimes i just can't help it when they print delaware secrets i gotta talk about it so could <laughs> <laughs> um, hold delver yeah but i'll start uh at the very first card in the set anointed peacekeeper uh two and a white for a three three vigilance uh it enters you peak at your opponent's hand and basically oh, tax the... for two more mana it's the new pv card yeah i was and... like it's the new Paulo. right so it's kind of weird where your spells uh the opponents cast you name a card after you look at their hand that spell costs two more and the activated abilities of that that's name... the important car- part of that card to yeah me, it costs activated abilities i didn't think about this either but you could just name planeswalkers and it costs two mana to activate i didn't think of it at the time because that is a activated ability. Yep. Uh, I don't think we've... I, we kind of get the benefit of, like, this has been around and it's been on Moto for a while. So we I don't think I've seen this card really take place. I don't really look at standard. So, like, I can't speak on that behalf. No, no. I'm, yeah, we're... I'm talking... I'm, I'm more looking we're at We're talking about Modern of, and Pioneer, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I, I don't think this card really makes it. It may be in a taxes deck, but it's it was kind oh, of... Oh, I mean, Mono White... Like, so here's the thing. is like Mono White Humans and stuff is running around, but like you still have Paulo. And like to me, Paulo being a 3-1 flyer makes it like a lot better than this guy. 
Right. Yeah, vigilance is like okay of a Well really you're using Paula like take your verdict, it's three more. Right, exactly. Yeah, like that's And that's if where... Paulo dies, it's still exiled and still is taxed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Like that's that's this is only like you don't exile a card, uh, you just like as long as it's on the table it, it has that tax or whatever. So it's it's like kinda medium, but it's whatever. Uh, that's all I got for that one. Let me keep scrolling. I had a list, and normally I do have a list, like, ready, but I, I don't today. And you'll just have to deal with it. Uh, but I guess the f next one will be Defiler of Faith. That's the white Phyrexian human. It's three white white for, uh, five five Vigilance. Uh, it has a Phyrexian, uh, cost reducer, so you could pay two life instead yeah, of it's part one of that white cycle. Yeah, part of the white, the white cycle. This one is... Oh, and those do... are for permanence. Yes, they're all permanents. So yeah, this one, that's yeah, this a big one, deal. Yeah, when you cast a white permanent spell, you create a one-one soldier token. I'm I'm not really uh, not really into this one too much either. I I don't quite see it. I don't think you, I don't think this was busted in half really. Well, we talked about it earlier. I I think the cycle of all five of them are good. Sure, no, sure, like they're good, but I I, I mean I, some of them are obviously like kind of way better than others, but. Yeah, oh, sure. Um, but yeah, I think this one's... I think it's, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep moving on. Uh, Guardian of New Banalia. It's a two-mana 2-2 two -two grizzly bear human soldier. Uh, with Enlist, uh, that's uh, when you attack, you can tap a non-summoning uh, non sick creature. Then the, I hate the, word, the, the way these have to be worded. To add power to it. Uh... Scry two when you do enlist, and you can pitch a card and give this card indestructible and tap it until end of turn. Uh, so this one kind of uh, I lost hard to this in pre-release uh, against my buddy uh, against Tyler actually. He w was able to continue to enlist this card. I could never beat it with combat. I, I also lost to it in pre-release. Right? Yeah, and it becomes like a like a you know a four two or whatever with whatever existing creature i think this card's so good i think it's it and i mean it's just like a Danto really vanguard so like and that card right. was that card was insane no right for sure and yeah you don't lose card you uh, like Danto, you could just keep paying for life and normally you're or whatever the fixed Danto was the uh, oh i forgot his name whatever the other card was the oh three one yeah. that has discard a card do the thing Right, this is, yeah, I think this is the same indestructible, like, cost or whatever, and you have to tap it. But I think this card's, uh, in, like, a white aggro deck, or even humans, I think it's really, really good um, to make this just a big, chonky boy and just can eventually break through. Um, next is, like, maybe this card of the set is Leyline Binding. That's the five, or the six mana enchantment. Oh, it's hard to say card of the set. Well, it is, okay, it is good. In the context of modern, it's, like, it's it's hyped as hell. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, then yeah. It it, yeah. it definitely is seeing more play around the world. Right. Let me, yeah. Let me go over it real quick. It's five and a white for flash and champ. You probably know what it does, but I do like to kind of go over it. It's reduced by one mana for each basic land type. So if you have all five types, it costs a single white mana, and it's an oblivion ring effect. So it enters and it exiles a non-land permanent opponent controls. Um. So like, I think uh, it's. In, in modern, like there was talk on the, another pod about playing this in just like four color Omnath, where you just have a two mana XL a permanent thing, and 
Pioneer maybe slightly less so, but it still seems pretty strong. Well, it made a deck in Pioneer. It, Enigmatic Incarnation. Like, that deck is now an actual real deck now because of that. Like, you get good removal that can, like, sacrifice into, like, an Agent of Treachery or a Tarka or Titan of Industry. So, like, it definitely let that deck, like, have wings. Like, looking at the deck dump we looked at recently, there's, like, five of them. So, like, it def it definitely helped make a real deck. And, I mean, it's played in other decks, too. Like, I, I know there's standard decks that play it. Like, there's a standard do domain deck that plays it. Yeah. Okay, it, cool. It's, just, it's yeah. just a good card. No, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a really good card for sure. Um, there was... Uh, to to kind of talk... We were talking about this in the Titan Discord, and, like, people are like, oh, I'm, I'm going to play the fourth Besaju or something, where normally we're, like, on two or three. And... My first thought, first thought is like, man, Titan, it's so easy. Like we have main deck ways to tutor for answers for this. Like if they nab a Titan, it's like I will get it back later. Like just just you wait, basically, and we just besage you at, at instant speed to get a Titan at any point, basically. Um, so I did, yeah, that was something that was kind of we talked about. But anyway, I don't want, I don't want to go too much into that. I don't want to just always talk about Titan. <laughs> well, I do, I do, but I, I know I can't. Uh, next, uh, this is a card I cracked in pre-release, and it did pretty well. It's Sarah Paragon. It's the 4-mana 3-4 with flying. It has kind of a Lurus effect, but at, it can actually nab 3-mana value cards or less and land. So the yeah, text it says is, play. Right. Once e During each of your turn, you may play a land from your graveyard or cast a permanent spell with mana value 3 or less from your graveyard, um, and it gains when it's uh, put into the graveyard instead of exile and gain 2 life, basically. Um, so yeah, this this card I, like came up like this card's really really good, and you were even considering it for your deck too, right? Yeah, like I said, Orzov Greasefang plays three of that card. Oh, does it? Okay, yeah. So just more ways to just like reanimate. Well, you can, yeah, I was like, and... instead of playing Can't Stay Away, like you get this card that like you get back Greasefang, you get back Stitchers, you can get back uh, Guardian Anubidalia, which they play. Uh, it could get back uh, Rafine's Informant, Lily, like. It has a lot of text. Right. I don't even think, like, um, you could just nab, like... Like, three mana value is a big difference than two. Like, there's, there's like, really good Planeswalkers at three. Like, in other formats, you can get, like... Yeah, imagine if Teferi was legal. <laughs> no. No, yeah. I just... I, I couldn't. But, like, in other... Well, I guess, like, modern, it's, like... It, this is a lot for that, that kind of effect. But, like, there's good three mana value Planeswalkers, like... Get your Narset back to continue drawing cards, like, uh, I just, think, I just think with all the in, uh, elementals, it's just kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, it's it's just like, that's a, this is a strong effect, but it's also yeah. plus four mana. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's a lot harder to get rid of in Pioneer for the decks that, like, don't play hard removal. Like, like Blue-Red has, like, almost no way to get rid of that card in one shot. So, like, you stick that card in, like, blue-red, it's, like, got no way to do anything about it. Oh, <laughs> Unless yeah. they want to throw two fireys, which they probably already used. Uh, next is uh, Temporary Lockdown. Uh, this is super portable hole, so when the enters, enters the battlefield, exile each non-land permit with mana value two or less until Temporary Lockdown leads the battlefield. So, it's portable hole on steroids for three mana. 
my first thought was like it actually deals with cat oven and all the stuff they have going on and all the little tokens and stuff like and black red sack i don't know i, I think this card's like really good. i think blue white control was playing two in the main uh they're the they're playing in the board now but yeah It definitely, it yeah, I, I definitely think that one's very good. Right, it's like a premium sideboard card. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it probably eats spirits alive, too. It's, it's kind of fortunate for you. <laughs> well, it is a sorcery. Oh, blue spirits. Yeah, blue, I was like, well, first spirits. off, it's a it's an enchantment sorcery, so if you're a spirits player and you don't have an answer for that, it's on you. <laughs> but, but, yeah. That's true. Or you could just like a petty theft it later and get all your obvious. Yeah, get all your guys under it. Really, like against tokens is pretty rough. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Like even just it's saga to like Urza Saga a constructs too and stuff like that. Gets hydroid crisis. Dang it. Right. It does. And then if you get rid of it, your hydroid crisis comes back and dies. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, then I can endurance and then put it back in my deck. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is easy. I figured it out. Yeah, you did. You broke it. Okay. Uh, next is uh, looking. I think there's just one more. Uh, Urza symbols the Titan. Uh, we'll be quick about this one. Uh, it's the Read Ahead uh, Saga. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, we could skip it. Oh uh, well, I'm surprised you thought it was. You, you know what? Continue. I'm, I'm interested. You've got me. You've got me interested. In okay. It. So mode one, and so read ahead. You can pick your mode basically, okay, and yeah. continue on. So scry first mode is scry four. You may then you may reveal the top card of your library. If it's a planeswalker reveal this way. You just draw it. You put it in your hand. Uh, mode two is you may put a planeswalker card with mana value six or less from your hand onto the battlefield. So five mana, you can put a six mana planeswalker immediately. And then mode three is you may double activate your loyalty abilities of your planeswalkers. Uh, so you can activate them twice instead of once. Like to me, mode two is is super super interesting to me. Mode one's okay, but I was kind of just thinking like if you had the fire, like I know fires is different, but like this is easy to play in the fires deck where you get to, uh, I guess like look for more pretty good cards if you need to find a planeswalker. Uh, like this is a good first spell, or you can just put uh, in mode two. You can put like a six mana walker like. Ugin into play. Oh, little Ugin? Yeah, yeah baby Ugin. Um, and then you get super double double activation. Like, I think it's just cool. I don't I don't necessarily think it's, like, busted or, or maybe even, like, good enough, but I think it's all right. Okay. That's it. I was just curious. I was, I was like, uh, I was surprised. Oh, I mean, it's, it has strong text. I, like, I, I think, like, right now, it's, like, it, it's hard to imagine, like, this card like just playing this card but but like i think like a fires deck where it's just like you need to find a good card or something and you can just like get it you okay scry forward okay that's it that's all like that i was thinking it just immediately fires deck uh but that's all i had for white yeah, uh, that's it yeah there's n nothing else is too interesting but pretty good pretty good white cards um uh, to, to blue, I think the first one I want to talk about this is a really good card. It's Aether Channeler. It's the yeah, two one. yeah, yeah. Uh, two who want human wizard, which are pretty strong uh, creature types. Uh, ETB create a one one bird token with flying, or you can uh, bounce 
a non-land permanent to their hand, or you could draw a card. So just like a modal card for uh, like blue tempo decks, basically. But I don't. This is like Spike's like darling card. I can think he wants. He like plays in Soul Herder, and it just has like all these modes are pretty good. It is a good card. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. I don't think Wizards is playing it, but like humans could play it, like because it's easier. Although if you're playing humans, you have white pips, so this mana being easier, not a really a big deal. But like you, you could just bounce a permanent and just you just have all these modes, so you just pick the one that's most relevant. So that's really really interesting to me. I mean, there's a lot of Coco decks that now exist in Pioneer that play it. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um, next, I guess I'm forced to talk about this one. It's combat research. It's oh, a yeah. forced call. Forced. I have you at gunpoint. <laughs> it's, right. Uh, it's 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 a enchant creature. Uh, when this creature does combat, edge player draw a card, and if the creature is legendary, it gets plus one plus one and has ward one. Uh, call. Um, I don't. What this card sucks, but you like it. So what, what do you think? <laughs> hey, Blue Spirits has gotten greedy as hell. They've they've walked away from it, which is sad. But Blue Spirits when Dominaria came out was the greediest fucking deck. It played eight curiosities, and I was so in on it. Yeah. Oh, it I was know. funny You're... on that Friday you didn't go to the Hala. Uh, that guy that plays Blue Spirits was there. Uh, and I was like, "Are you gonna do it?" And he's like, "I don't know. It doesn't feel right." And I was like, "It doesn't feel right, but you need to do it." It's it is like. I don't know. It just seems hey, like I definitely don't think all you should. in. I think Icon, seeing Icon of Ancestry, I think that's a much better card. Because, <laughs> like, with Rakdos running rampant, like, Icon can get you out from under it better because you can, like, activate it and put stuff in your hand. Oh, I, I hate Icon. Like, like when when Blue Spirits lists were starting to, like, really take place, I was like, yeah, I like it. There's, like, only three, I think at the time it was, like, three Faceless Havens and one of the Icon plus boarded more in the board i was like yeah just not feeling it then they went to like just more straight counter spells like yeah this is this seems better to me <laughs> uh you you i don't think spirits players want to keep losing to rakdos i no, i get that and that's like <laughs> that's a big that's a big problem for spirits is like that deck yeah ban has a much better time and even then it feels bad but yeah, no least... yeah it's better it's what we'll call it yeah like blue, every time I played against Rakdos with blue, has been such a hardship. It's so bad. No, yeah, it's it's it sucks. And then I watched Jacob. He played against that guy and just was on Rakdos. He's playing Drew's Rakdos and just raffled him. Yep. And I was like, yep, that's about right. I was like, that seems right. It was like turn one Thoughtseize, turn two Bowcr. And then Jacob even looked at me. He's like, all I boarded in was the one rending volley. I was like, you could have just kept your main board and it probably would have won. Yeah right exactly like it's so rough it's just so rough like every time i play against them on blue spirits i like hope that my fucking um supreme phantom lives because they can't bone crusher it that's like it <laughs> yeah and then they're like they're like push it and i'm like oh yeah you're right or now they have lily so they like lily down take you it's oh my god right that's why like if i were to play blue spirits now i definitely would probably still play four slips in the main <laughs> oh for sure yeah, yeah like it's so rough Gosh, that's they got Lily too. It's it got, yeah, it got kill so your, much worse. Kill your dude. rattle chains, down tick, target you. Like, oh my god. Oh man, there's 
I hope you have a counter spell at that moment. It's like uh, on Arena, I play Blue Spirits, and thank God I'll I'll hold up counter magic. Right. But oh my God, that if you don't, dude, it's well at least Slip gets around Lily down tick. I have had turns where like they're tap out on three for Lily down tick, and you slip out your rattle chains, and then you have a three two on your next turn. That man, that feels like a coward's play a little bit. Just like it is. It never feels good. <laughs> I've had it where I've done that, and then they, like, untap Bone Crush it, and I'm like, shit. Alright, but yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely think the Spirit Stacks that are playing eight of those are insane. But I think it's cool. I play that version on Arena, and it's a lot of fun, so. Yeah. Uh, if you're yeah. not a coward, you should do it. So I'm <laughs> I mean, I feel like you're brave if you're playing Spirits nowadays. I don't know, man. I played Spirits at that RCQ and faded Rakdos the whole day and did really well. <laughs> right, yeah. So, yeah. like, as long as you fade Rakdos, man, you're probably beating the rest of the format. Uh, next is uh, Defile of Dreams. This is the blue Phyrexian Spirit. It's five, uh, three blue blue for a 4-3 with flying, and has that blue Phyrexian Reducer. When you cast a blue permanent spell, you draw a card. That is very good. <laughs> yes. Uh, we haven't seen uh, a deck yet, but... I don't I think th people are brave enough yet no, to do right. it. I think Speaking people are still... Bravery. Yeah, I think people are still, like, on the whole Shieldred Liliana as the coolest shit on the planet train right now. I can respect that. Yeah, I mean, hell, like, rack, like certain decks just became real decks because of that. Oh, and Leyline Binding, but yeah. Because there's a couple of other cards in the set that I think, like, can make decks that we've talked about, but, like, people aren't touching them yet because, like, it's all about trying the new, like, the reprint card. Right. Yeah, this one was uh, I, I my th someone mentioned I forgot where, but they talked about the the kind of like 1.0 decks of uh, Pioneer, the blue uh, ley line of anticipation decks, where you just like would play Defile of Dreams and uh, in that deck, so you can kind of you know put Flash on this and. Uh, and my initial thought with this was with the I think I forget the card, but it's like a blue fairy that ETB sack this unless you return a different creature. So with this and two fairies, you can go infinite, and with uh, and then you can just draw as much as uh, until you run out of life. And but if you have Aetherflux, you can uh, get that all that life back and go infinite and be able to uh, pay uh, and then just fifty your opponents. I don't, there may be better combos, but that was the one I, that's always been stuck on my head. So I, this has, like, busted potential, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got with that one. Uh, let's move to the next one. Oh, this card's really good. It's Founding the Third Path. It's uh, one in a blue for a uh, another <laughs> enchantment saga. I'm, you go on. Okay. Uh, the mode one, you may cast insert sorcery spell with one or two mana value without paying its cost. Uh, mode two is mill four, a target player mills four, and mode three is you can flashback a card from your uh, graveyard. You got flashback insert sorcery. Insert or so, I'm sorry, insert sorcery. And, <laughs> God, yeah. what? That's okay. People know this card, but I you that card for a card you hyped up so hard has like seen no play. <laughs> It, dude, prowess decks. It's two triggers. They don't even play it. Yet the, the blue red pyo decks play the fucking reckless impulse or whatever. The exile top two. You can play them till your next turn. I'm. I mean, That's two I, mana draw two. What does this card do? 
nothing. <laughs> it does. It does. It does more than nothing, Cole. It does more than nothing. I don't but know. It's, like we, two, uh, it's two prowess triggers. Like you can flashback your uh, treasure cruise, and no, you like, cannot. Three, it's a it's a sorcery spell. Oh, you're talking about the if you went to the third mode immediately. Yeah. No, okay. I'm, no, I, 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 I'm just like the mo the all the modes are good. It's it's Snapcaster at home. <laughs> On a saga. On a saga. Yeah. No. This instead of a, instead of a two one flash. Yeah, right. This is better. Has, I it, would not <laughs> say it's better than Snapcaster. No, but just like you have you have prowess creatures, then you get like two prowess triggers with this one card. It's lava. It's basically lava dart, but even better than mill four. That could be good. I just I, I don't know man nobody nobody's brave enough to try it Brett I it will be like we'll see it I we will see it okay okay moving on it's good <laughs> all right uh okay maybe maybe you'll like this card a little bit more it's it's uh is it Hottie Jin it's the one blue oh blue. Hottie Jin yeah Hottie Jin uh, for a Star Four uh flying Jin. The power is based on the number of instant sorcery cards in your graveyard, and it's also an uh, instant sorcery mana reducer, so those instant sorcery spells cost one mana less to cast. I think the biggest problem with this guy, rereading it, is that he doesn't count exile. Right, yeah. Because like, delving away stuff is such a feels bad with this card. I like this card, though. Right, because it's just like, how, why would you not play Treasure Cruise? Well, yeah, and... if you're in blue, why, why are you not playing Treasure Cruise unless you're control? <laughs> Right, exactly. And even if you're control, you're playing Dig Through Time. No, right, yeah. So, like, what? You're playing a Delve card if you're in blue. Yeah, it's just like this. Like, it, it feels weird to like, like this. This may be this may be like a standard. I, I saw, yeah, I saw a standard deck with it, like that was doing really well. So, right, no, I can, I can totally imagine it standard where you don't have like your graveyard is just the graveyard basically, and um, you, and there's other like. Uh, and there's like a benefit to having those kind of spells in your graveyard too um, I'll talk about that card later um, but yeah yeah, this card it's it's hard to imagine Pioneer like maybe if they ban the delve spells then even I, I don't like it's hard to imagine but I, yeah I'm just gonna move on I am totally okay with them banning Ancestral Recall out of fucking Pioneer oh I know I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I know I it's ancestral. like when somebody cast that spell at this point, I just like I want to see like part of Cole's spirit leave his body because <laughs> it happens every fucking every time. time. Right. Every time I play against Phoenix, I've never countered a spell harder in my life than fucking. Yeah, it's basically when that, it's it's like I see you like yeah against spirits like all right I'll draw three and I'm just like I look over at Cole and I'm just like Cole why'd you even get out of bed today like what's yeah the it's point? so I fucking hate ancestral <laughs> so bad yeah. Uh, the next one uh, is, I think it's kind of more interesting than actually good. It's just impulse. It's two mana, oh, uh, yeah. super anticipate. So look at the top four, put one in your hand, the bottom, and in uh, the bottom of your, or the rest of the bottom of your library in any order. Uh, we had shimmer possibility in Lotus Field. This is a strict upgrade because it has instance of sorcery, uh, but. Uh, also, this is how Impulse gets legal in Pioneer and in Modern, actually. It was not Modern legal before. Don't think they're going to play it in Modern, but I could definitely see no. them playing in Pioneer. <laughs> no, if, like, I would imagine this. I mean, like Jeskai a... Ascendancy already is out on it. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, this, like. For a two-man cantrip, this is, uh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, okay, let's let's move on. There's definitely one I do want to talk about. Is it the vortex? Uh oh, I guess so. Yeah, Rona's vortex. I haven't seen it see play, but yeah, I still think yeah. it's good. Yeah, it's. Uh, oh, I know which one you're gonna want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's pretty obvious. Uh, it's blue for an instant. So Rona's vortex, blue for an instant. Uh, return target creature or planeswalker you don't control to its owner's hand, and you all can alternately pay kicker. So total two, blue black, and you may basically put it on the that permanent on the bottom of its owner's library instead. So just like. It's an unsummon with an optional kicker ability. It is a good card. Do you think it's a good card? I still what? think it's a good card. What? Putting, Why? putting a creature... Like, so, like, graveyards matter a lot in Magic now, and, like, putting a permanent like that on the bottom is, like... Like, I think it's a bigger feels bad if, like, my Grease Fang gets put on the bottom. So, or my, yeah, my Parhelion. Like, right. like, holy shit. But it's, like, not the best way to exile. I guess, like, it gets, like, Grease Fang discards pretty strong. There's not like, a lot even... of ways to shuffle in Pioneer. So, like, if you're putting something on the bottom in Pioneer, like, that, it's probably gone forever. No, the, the bottom of the library is basically exile at this point. Yeah. No, I, I was like, there's not a lot of ways to shuffle in Pioneer. I, I do think of, like, the, the way... When you interact with Grease Fang, sometimes it can be kind of rough. Uh, because it's, like... I, I To me, I think it's op uh, optimal to... With that, the Grease Fang trigger on the stack targeting the Barhelion, bounce or remove Grease Fang so the card enters the battlefield, then it goes back to hand. So you're yeah, as long as they don't really have power to crew it. No, sure, sure, sure. If there's yeah, if there's power there, then you're just like no, don't don't let that trigger get close to hitting the battlefield. But like here, it's like like this is a good interaction there. But yeah, this, I guess it's unsummoned with the option to to exile a creature. I guess. Uh, one of the goldfish writers was like, "This was the number two card on Pioneer." Uh, I don't. Think oh, the is... Asian Avenger, yeah. Yes, yeah. Crim. Uh, yeah, it was crim. Yeah, I was. I was very surprised to see it because I thought the card was. I still think it's good. Okay. No, I, I don't think. think, I, think I, I, think, I think there's a lot of worse cards you could have put it to the two slot, but yeah. No, sure. Yeah, uh, but that's all I got for that. Uh, let me go to maybe my last card in blue. No, there's, there's, okay, there's at least this one. The phasing is Zalfir. It's a two blue, blue, uh, read ahead enchantment saga. Uh, mode one and two is the same. Another target non-land permanent phases out as long as you control the phasing of Zal Zalfir. And then the mode three is uh, destroy all creatures. For each creature destroyed this way, its controller creates a two, two black Phyrexian creature token. Uh, so it is a four mana wrath, uh, in blue, but. Alternatively, they get black Phyrexia creature tokens. This one's not too. I, I don't think this is very impressive to me, but I don't no. know. I think it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just leave it there. Uh, oh, oh no. Oh, there's a few more cards. Uh, the first one is a uh, Talarian Terror. This is six in a blue. That was this the one card. I was waiting for you to do. Oh, dude. I dude. I love this card. It's six in a blue for a creature serpent. It's a five five. It costs one less for each. It's a sorcery card in your graveyard and has ward two. I think this card in certain blue control decks, maybe not like today's pioneer control decks, but like where you just like have you just like have answers and spells to interact with your opponent, just like basic bitch blue control. And then this could be a win condition with ward two. I think that's the 
where it is. And I think this card's I think this card's great. In in that shell of a deck. Yeah. because um, you can just hold up additional counter magic. It's it's just like a, a, a uh very boring win condition, but it seems very good to me. No, I, I think it's good. I think it's definitely a popper card. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next is Voldarian Hexcatcher. This is two, uh, one in a blue for a 1-1 one, one Merfolk Wizard. This is the Merfolk Lord. Uh, that says, other Merfolk you control get plus one, plus one, and has the ability uh, sacrifice a Merfolk uh, counter-target non-creature spell unless this controller pays one mana. So, this this was the... We talked about the drama, or I think we talked about the drama, maybe not on the pod, but we talked about the Merfolk being bought out uh, by uh, a random buyer, so they had like it was a bunch of it was a bunch of buyers, but it was a bunch of buyers. Okay, that's that but basically it, but... bought out Merfolk cards because they knew of this card. So this is why they did it was this card being uh, existing. Yeah, they knew that Merfolk was getting support. Right, this one's pretty good. It's a it's a two mana lord. Like that's. What helped spirits get over over uh, a pretty bad hump was their two mana lord. Spirits also fly, which is something something like spirits has always been one of the better tribes because they they have evasion, which is a problem for like the other tribes right now in the formats because they don't have evasion because we don't have the Merfolk lord that gives fucking island walk. Yeah, in, in Pioneer we don't. Right. No. We, so we, yeah, big big difference. And but modern it's like this this is definitely. Uh, pretty strong yeah i think they play it i don't remember it's it's just so hard for them because they have so many slots like that they restrict to like specific cards because they play the cantrip guy that's really good you know mm-hmm. yeah the uh they also play the fucking the merfolk god oh it's driven or whatever yeah. yeah silver or whatever yeah that card's real good yeah for sure that's really good um there there have been there was like a a blue green merfolk with this card. Um, I'm I'm not terribly sold on it right now, though. The uh, lord? Yeah. No the the deck. The lord. Is, oh yeah, the one that we saw. Yeah, good. yeah. The lord well, is good. Well, the, yeah, I was gonna say the blue green merfolk lord was just generic lord. No, right, right, right. Um, but yeah, that's actually all I have for blue. Yep, that's about it. There's <laughs> anything else? Yeah, let's let's uh let's keep on going. Uh, now we're on black. We were on black. Do we have? Uh, I don't want to do braids. I think that card's dope, but we can pass on it. Maybe we can talk about the big one. Big, oh, we gotta go in order. Cut down. That's the All big right. one. That is not the big one. We're not gonna <laughs> talk. It's not the big one. I'm not gonna talk about cut down. Let's, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, do, I will say this readily. about cut down. I will say that cut down's probably really good in standard. Oh, I think so too. Uh, okay. Let's talk about the black Phyrexian uh, horror. That's four mana, four four with menace. Uh, with the black Phyrexian cost reducer. When you cast a black permanent spell, target creature you control gets plus one, plus one, gains menace until end of turn. I, 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 don't, I don't love this one that much, but it's it's fine. Yeah, I think it's definitely the worst of the, the five. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, okay, I'm going to keep on moving. Evolve Sleeper. Uh, this one, it's... Uh, I was very high on. Yeah. Uh, let me, let me go was... over. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not gonna go over. It. It's basically the. Uh, or I'm not gonna go over the, the. The. It's a huge wall text. You could pay 
a sec like it's, it's a level up one and you level up to make it a two two three three with that touch and then a four four and then one one counter and draw a card lose one it's 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 a big wall attacks but uh what are your thoughts on this card uh i was high on it when it got spoiled and i was right because it definitely it made like standard model black a thing and it made pioneer model black like way better right yeah like it's it's a good like it's a mana sync uh card yeah like monoblock devotion became a thing again because of it because you could like make a bunch of mana with nykthos and like just level this thing up right and just keep drawing making this bigger and yeah it's really good yeah i didn't, I didn't even think about that like black devotion um, with like gary with yeah with gary and, and like nykthos and stuff like that like yeah uh next lily the veil uh it's in pioneer yeah who'd have, who'd have ever thought that it would have been Karn liberated. <laughs> right. I did. So initially, I thought that Lily the Veil would just be fine. I don't remember if we talked about this last week. No, I think we did. I, I still I still think that she's fine. I don't think she's... like. I think she's made mid-range decks better. I think the card that broke specific decks is the other black card we'll get to. That made sure. like black decks way better, but like Lily is really good. And, oh, right. But I don't think that she's like I don't think that she's absurd. Like as everybody was worried about. I definitely I mean obviously like a lot of decks are pushing her. But Right, yeah. But like I said, it just made mid range decks like have a way better planeswalker in the three slot. Right. So I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, I, I kinda of thought my initial thought was uh there's a lot of really good decks that kinda of went wide enough where the the edict wasn't good and the discard a card was kind of maybe not terribly relevant if all of your cards on the table like if you're aggro deck so i was like a little low on it but i think like having the added synergy of just like in your grease fang decks they yeah me really and good. me and our buddy nick when uh before this edit came out fully yeah. And was coming out, we both had said that we thought the best shell for her was, was Grease Fang, and I still think that it's that and Black Red are probably the two best shells for her. Right. I initially said, like, uh, Lily of the Veil and a Black Green, less mid-range. Like, I said Black Red, and I was right. <laughs> that they, no. they they adopted her real fast. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. But there's also, like, there's a lot of, like, looking at dumps, there's a lot of Black-White decks with her and Gideon and, like, right. Kaya. Or, like, mm -hmm. the mono-black Devotion decks player. Like, there's a lot of decks that play her. Right, yeah. If you're in black, you you should probably just include her a lot yeah. of times. Yeah, it's kind of like the Graveyard Trespasser thing. Like, if you're in the, the colors, there's, like, no reason not to play her. Right. Okay, let's let's uh, let's keep on moving. Oh, I know what you're talking about. This might actually be better than Painful Truth. It's Shadow Prophecy for two and a black. <laughs> I think this card's pretty good, though. It's uh, I so do like it. Yeah, for domain, it has domain. So based on the basic land types, you look at that many cards, and then you put two in your hand, the rest into the graveyard, and you lose two life. So uh, yeah, Cole, we're gonna have to go with a rebranding. So we're gonna be the MTG Shadow Prophecies. I think that, I will say that's a way cooler name. Yeah, that's a, I mean, we have a good name, but Shadow Prophecy, yeah, that's a pretty good name too. But yeah, this this card has three mana instant to look at. Uh, and the right shell, you look at a lot of cards as an instant, and you keep two of them. So it's it's cheaper than the uh, Memory Deluge. So hopefully, and, uh, and you know it's an instant, and the rest go in the graveyard. That's that just like, seems really really good. Like the right shell, this will be 
could be an incredibly good card. Like even Grease Fang, if it was like a five color Grease Fang, this seems like really good. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, this card seems okay. Children of the Apocalypse. It's... <laughs> this card seems pretty medium. Yeah, it seems all right. Well, maybe we'll talk briefly about it. I don't know. It's two black black for a four five death touch. The legendary Phyrexian Praetor. Uh, when you draw it, you gain two life. When your opponent draws a card, they lose two life and has death touch. On a four mana four five. Four mana four five, right? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I don't think I mentioned this earlier. So at pre-release, uh, Tyler and I are cracking our last pack. We're building decks next to each other. He opened and he's like, "Ooh!" He, and he said, he shows me his Children of the Apocalypse card. I was like, "Oh, that's pretty good." I open my pack. It is the foil Phyrexian text from Children uh, of the Apocalypse. Uh, so I was like, yeah, Tyler, I'm sorry to one-up you, bud, but I got this one instead. But it was just really funny that we both got it, like, at the same time. That's but, a, it is a good but, card yeah. to have. No, right. Yeah, we're seeing this in a lot of black a lot of black decks. Rakdos has adopted the shit out of it. Right. Yeah, you said this earlier, too. It's like, it... It's kind of like Omnath, where it's like all of a sudden your life total, whatever it was before, it doesn't matter because you're going to just... Yeah, there's a lot of times that, like, you see Omnath at the board, and then, like, they go from, like, 9 to, like, 20. And that's how she feels to me, because it's like, if you play her and you have, like, a blood token up, you can immediately gain two life off of her. Right. Like, she just... She has a lot of text. <laughs> that's that's relevant. And then the other thing that's different than Omnath with her is that if you don't answer this card, you are just going to die, like, eventually. You you yeah. cannot just not draw cards. Right. And like, it's, take, it's just a huge creature, too. It's, yeah, like, taking two a turn is, like, really rough. Right. This I did see this, like, like this is a potential win condition, like a combo finisher. Oh, uh, with Peer to the Abyss or whatever? Right. For Peer mm-hmm. of the Depths? Yeah, that was the Lotus Field, like, the Wish Lotus Field. This was used as Ebnim as it. For, for experimentation, but it's just like, it kind of just shows how powerful this card is to just be like, on top of just being in the big black, fa- like a fair deck with when playing black, it's like, it could also just be a combo finisher too. Yeah, yeah, we're se- yeah we're seeing a lot of decks, that if it's in black, it basically has Children and or Lily of the Veil. Or both. And probably both, yeah. Yeah, it's just really good. It's kind of like where Kalidus was. Like, you know, you, if you played Black, you played Kalidus, and it's kind of the same way. Right, yeah, for sure. Okay, uh. Next, uh. Yeah, I, I feel like we have to talk about this one. It's the Cruelty of Gix. I'm pronouncing that yes, right. Yes, Cruelty of Gix. Yeah, it's the, uh, Read Ahead Saga. Mode one is, uh, Thoughtseize. T- opponent reveals her hand, you take it. Or, oh, I'm sorry. Target opponent reveals their hand, you choose a creature or planeswalker card from it, and they discard that card. Uh, mode 2 is uh, Grim Tutor. Search your library for a card, put that in your hand, and shuffle, lose 3. Mode 3 is uh, Reanimate. Uh, put a creature card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. Yes. Yes. This is pretty good. It is very good. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, we, I don't think we saw this a deck to support this in pioneer yet not yet we kind of talked about it a little bit ago where just people are kind of too scared to go away from specific things so that's that's how all pioneers always felt to me is like there's a lot of decks that can't exist in this format that just people don't try oh oh yeah so like a getaway car like that was uh 
me not try that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. There may be uh, better examples of uh, not a, uh, cards to experiment with than <laughs> get away car. Um, okay. Uh, let's. I think that's, a, that's all I got for black. I, oh, I do have uh, one more, actually. Um, I think this was talked about a little bit before. It's uh, uh, it's Rithing Necromats, a six and a black, five, five death touch. It costs one less space on creatures. Oh, a part of that graveyard. cycle. Right. Like, I don't. Like, this is it, obviously. It's not. It's kind of a weird card, but in, I think in certain shells, like, being a, a cheap five five death touch could be really good. Oh yeah, I mean I've seen I've seen in limited too where it's like a two mana five five with death touch is like insane. Right, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I think the blue one, the the Sphinx is is quite a bit better, but this one seems okay. Oh, you mean I, the serpent? Or the serpent yeah, the serpent, yeah. Yeah, that's all I got for black. Uh, is, is there any black cards that that I missed? No, that's that's it. Yeah, I just went and double checked. Yeah, that's that is it. There are a few like cool ones, but they're not interesting to me right now. No. Uh, so first, uh, so the red defiler of instinct. Uh, so it's two red red four 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 with first strike, uh, Phyrexian uh, cost reducer as well. Uh, when you cast a red permanent spell, you ping or you deal one to any damage. That one's good. That made red uh, very very good and standard yeah i mean even just like as a top into a mono like a red aggro if you have some way to keep doing stuff you just it just can deal a lot of damage and try to close up the game okay moving on uh <laughs> Uh, electrostatic infantry this is a two mana one two dwarf wizard i did see this in our deck dump recently uh which card electrostatic oh infantry. it's that guy yeah, yeah, yeah it's a it's a two mana one two wizard uh when you cast in or sorcery spell put one one counter on on this card oh it has to trample too so which is relevant it's very relevant it's, no for sure and yeah it's wizard too so it goes really well in a wizard shell i think that's like the that's one of the big selling points too it's your wizard's lightning is now a lightning bolt, and he—he he angry. He is. He gets big real fast. I've watched a lot of people die to that card. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. This, it seems like really good for like, and and there is a wizard, a a real potential to, for a wizard deck to be really strong. I mean, hell, it even too. it just goes in prowess. Like. <laughs> no. No. Sure. Yeah. It's just a yeah. good. Yeah. It's just uh, a good card. Right, uh, fires of victory. I just sleeved up recently for my deck. I, I won't talk too much about it, but it's two uh, two man. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna talk about this card. This card is very good. <laughs> right, yeah, I have it. Yeah, I I, I kind of I saw I, it was a lot of blue red decks going to this card. Yeah, so it's like two Phoenix, man. I think plays it too. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, but it basically has uh, two mana to deal damage to target creature, planeswalker, equal number of cards in your hand. And you can actually kick it by adding uh, for two and a blue. So, to and if you, you kick that, it, draw a card. Yeah. Yeah. When you kick it, you draw a card. So two mana to deal damage to uh, a thing on the board equal to your hand your hand size, and for five mana you could draw a card in, in addition. 
It was actually played as a one-up in the creativity list I was looking at as well. Yeah, one of the earlier deck dots Phoenix was playing as a one-up. Yeah, and with that, that's that's crazy. I didn't know they would play something. Well, like I mean, this. if you had, if you ancestral recall into this and you kick it, you deal three to something. No, sure. And I I saw it in um, it actually I think it made a lot of sense in like seeing it and reading it, processing in creativity. You kind of like you'll have cards in hand so this is like doomblade almost where it's just like you just kill something like yeah. pretty regularly and you have extra mana so kicking is not terribly hard and maybe just like all right you have a electric track infantry or, or x2 or something it's like all right well I'll, I'll deal seven to it draw a card for all my mana if you if you need to play the control game too yeah um that seems seems really good to me it is a good card. It's a very yeah. good card. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely something I would, I would, I was, I would have slept on um, for sure. Uh, next card, I think just Jaya. Yeah, I Jaya think that's, I think that's the last red card. It might be. We're still early. In the oh no 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 no, no 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 no! There's one more. There's one more. I, okay. I, there is one more. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be quick about Jaya because you probably already know what it is. It's four mana four loyal to Planeswalker. Uh, plus to make a 1-1 one, one token of prowess, minus to uh, exile the top two cards of your library, choose one, you may play it, and minus two ability to deal damage based on the number of attacking creatures you control, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know. It's, the other modes don't matter, but it's just like four mana to, and you uptick to make a, toke, a prowess token. That seems really good, and minus to... Um, draw a card. To Yeah, fake draw a card. But this was, this, yeah, this is the sideboard of Phoenix, uh, the Blue Red Phoenix X. And, like, it's just a good, like. It's no Viceroy. No. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this card seems really, really good. Especially, like, in a Phoenix deck. Like, this could be an alternative to, like, Young Pyromancer or Sahili as a good pivot from your uh, Phoenix game plan. like this. Yeah, this I mean, really even if it gets, like, control, like, if you just stick it, like, they have to get rid of it. Yeah, and that's just that's just not easy to get real Planeswalkers a lot of the time, too. Um, yeah. But the other card that we have to talk about is Phoenix Chick. Oh, yeah, I was definitely because, brought her up. Yeah, because yeah, Pioneer Model Red plays the hell out of this card. No, this card's so good. It's red for one one <laughs> flying haste phoenix chick, uh, or <laughs> for uh, a phoenix. Uh, and when you attack with three or more creatures, you may pay red red and uh, basically escape it during the combat and give it plus one plus one counter. Not yeah, you just like you just bring it back for red. Yeah, red. it just comes comes back tapped and attacking with one one counter. Like yeah, it yeah. grew. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, didn't realize. It, the, I just like look at the art for the first time. It's, it's you've never it's, looked it's at the funny. art. I love its art. It's I, my I favorite. never look at the art, man. It's I'm, a I'm it's sorry. a chicken nugget. It's a nugget. <laughs> I love its art. But yeah, that's that's funny enough. Brent and I talked about it. Like we have like we could probably build like any pioneer deck except for Mono Red. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah we don't own like Chandra's or anything. No. Yeah. And Chandra dressed to kill is like twenty bucks. Crazy. Right. Yeah. That's insane price for that card, but I mean, yeah. the card's good. But yeah, that yeah. that was the last card was Phoenix Trick. No, there's a few more. There's a few more. There's for like red? The, yeah, the, the the Goblin Lord is really good. Oh Run well, okay. I've... Good for a, a, a archetype. <laughs> yeah, it's good. 
Oh, there are two. I guess Squee also. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to go over goblins. Uh, that's that's kind of a modern thing. Um, but ba it's, basically it's a, a goblin lord that when a goblin dies, you can uh, you exile top card of your library. And you can go if it's goblin, you can cast it until the end of your next turn. Squeeze really cool though. That's basically well. So I will say yeah. I did see yeah. this for that goblin specifically for modern and why it's really good is if you do the whole Kiki at your end step thing, like you're not like you're making infinitely tapped Kikis or whatever. Right. With uh, what's his name? The the idiot. Uh, Squee or um, uh, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, if you do that. The you know for for old goblins like if you did that that meant nothing you just lost all of them right right with that guy every time they die with the trigger they'll exile the top card of your library so you can eventually mill yourself to hit the slinging hmm so that okay. you have like fifty thousand of them you'll keep exiling then you'll hit slinging and then with that trigger on the stack you'll just sack all of them to the slinging that's on top. Okay, didn't think about that. Yeah, that's that. I saw that. That was why that was really good. Gotcha. In addition to just being a lord, but yeah, that's that's that is why they they do it. Right. Uh, so squeeze the another goblin rabble master. It's a three man for two two haste. When uh, this when when he attacks, attacks, which is different than rabble. Yeah, yeah, that's a little different. Uh, but he does have haste. Um, yes, he does. Which, yeah, so you, when he attacks, create a 1-1 one, one attacking goblin, and you can escape it uh, by exiling four other cards from a graveyard and paying three in a red. Yeah, he has a scope. Yeah, it's really, really good. And just, like, more Rabble Master effects. Is it th is this a legacy playable card? Yeah, uh, they, played they, in, play... they played in the red decks. Okay, I, I didn't know if, like, Red Prison it just wants more Rabble Master effects or whatever. Yeah, they, they play it as, like, a one-of right now, but, yeah, they, they do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we want to talk about the Elder Dragon War? Uh, I did see some decks playing it, but, I mean, it, it I don't really think it really needs it. <laughs> okay, yeah, and that's all I have for Red, I think, was was that one. Yeah, I think that that was it. Yeah, yeah. that's that should be it. That that's it. Looking over. Yeah, there's. A, I mean, there's the red dra the Shivan Devastator, um, but it's. It hasn't hasn't seen play yet. Yeah, not not yet. It will yeah. though. We promise. I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it it definitely will. I think. Okay, let's do green. Obviously, Broken Wings. No, let's do. Uh, I hate you. Hey, I've seen Titan List with this on the board. It's, it's just play Run a Foul. Just play Run a No, no, but does it hit Blood Moon? Does it hit Blood Moon? I hate you. Okay, Defiler Vigor. Silverback Prince... Elemental or Silverback Elder. Uh, Got it. For Titan. Okay. Defiler Vigor, three green greens. The six six with Trample. It's the Green Phyrexian uh, Lord. When you cast a green permanent spell, put a plus one plus one counter on each creature you control. That I think that one's the best one. I, it, I think so too. That one's probably the best one. Right. It's, that it's the plus one counter really thing is is kind of kind of wicked. <laughs> yes. Like and, like if it was just like anthem for the turn, like that'd be a lot different. But that's it's permanent. No. Right. Yeah. This this I mean it seems really good. I know that was the one that was hyped the most out of the set for them like right yeah 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 it seems seems really good um next 
I, I do want to talk about this one. It's, it's Herd Migration. Oh, that card is literally a limited bomb. No, I, I agree. <laughs> like, that card... I've watched a lot of Numont, uh, who is my favorite professional competitive Magic player. Uh, and, you know, he does a lot of draft if you watch him or anything like that. And every time he's drafted that card... <laughs> and just seeing, like, the domain decks in Limited make th three or five three threes is so gross. Oh, my god! They're like, yeah. make five three threes, go! It's like, good luck. Figure it out. Uh, yeah... Yeah, it's, it's strong. Yes. I got a foil because I, I, I bought a fat pack, and it's only worth like 15 cents. But let's talk about the card a little bit. Yeah, you create a bunch of 5, 3-3 uh, uh, three, three beasts creature tokens, and it has channel to search for uh, for 2 mana to discard it and put a basic in your hand and gain 3 life. Like, that mode, to be, I, was, I initially thought, like, probably I was like, not really for titan but it's not that bad especially that the channel ability just like yeah go get, get a, a land basic, get get a land gain three life get a or get a basic land so get maybe your island post board for crisis or just get a forest which sometimes a forest just kind of unlocks your ability to do stuff like under a blood moon so if like if we could beat the blood moon into play this seems really good um and then alternatively just like with dryad just makes five three threes which in a fair pivot, it's really, really good. I don't think, I, but I don't think it gets there. We we want to uh, have spells that just win the game on the spot. If it doesn't do that, we're not really interested too much. Um, but yeah, it seems good. Uh, let's talk about the Elf Lord. Uh, green, green for one one. Uh, elf Lord, other elves you control get plus one plus one, and has when you cast an Elf spell, you may pay green if you do draw a card. I, I think we've seen, like, some people are trying elf decks in Pioneer. Uh, this card in Modern, like, terrifies the crap out of me because they have no problem... Oh, uh, they play the shit out of it in Legacy. Oh, oh, I'm not surprised by that. You have so much Yeah, mana. you make so much mana. <laughs> like, you just be like, all right, every elf is draw a card now. Like, right. it's, it's another uh, whatever the card that's banned out of Modern. The one green whenever you cast a creature spell draw a card. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the um, I can't think of what it's called, but yeah, it's let let's keep that that band. It's it's too good. <laughs> now you have it on a dude. Now, now you have it on a dude. Uh, do we want to talk about Lena War Green Widow? Green Widow. Which yeah, one it's, that one? it's a spider. Oh, the spider. I don't think it's that good. I reread it. Okay. <laughs> I okay. didn't. I didn't know that it had um. It gains the if it would leave the battlefield, you exile it. Oh, gotcha. I thought it was just like a spider that just always came back. Oh, gosh. Well, like, it, I don't even think yeah, that's no, that strong. True. Like, if you could just keep... Because it comes up and play tapped, right? Uh, yeah, it enters battlefield tapped. And you... Just just get rid of the text where you have to do it, or where it exiles it, and just put it... You, have, you can only do it as a sorcery. I think it'd be fine. Right. I know there's one card we gotta talk about. Uh, might be this one. Lenore Lone Speaker? Uh, uh, there's another card we have to talk about. Okay. But yes, well, we'll talk about this one real quick. Uh, this one was, I think it was the first previewed card. It was a two. It was it in once. Sleeper, yeah. I think. Yeah. No, it was it in Shivan Dragon. It was it in Shivan Devastator. That's, that's right. But yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Real, real quick, it's a mana dork for two mana, and you can tap it to make a creature, uh, a land, a three-three elemental creature with haste until end of turn. You can do it as a sorcery, but we're seeing this in like Jeskai Ascendancy decks, like as a fifth and sixth copy of the um 
Sylvan Carrington. Well, and also, some... it's a win condition. Yeah, it's a, it's a win condition, like you said. And you, like, it reminds me of the old Jeskai Ascendancy, like the standard decks, where nowadays it's, like, in Pioneer, it's you kind of turn all of your lands into creatures, and then once you cast your first Opter considered, then you win the game. Like, you don't have to do anything else. Um, because you have so much mana that any spell will will close. But this one kind of reminds me of, like, the old style of... Uh, make it make a creature, and now with your spells, you add a mana basically. Yeah. So kind of the old school way to win uh, if you don't have the awakening spell. So I I like this I like this card. It, it, yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh keep moving on. Uh, I I do want to talk about this one. I know like you probably think it's stupid, but it's the two. No, it was spell. the other one I was gonna wait. Wait, no, wait, wait, Nibblish wait. Brawler. It's the uncommon. Oh, what fucking car are you talking about? So, Nish Nishoba Brawler. It's, uh, so it's two mana. Oh, three, the, the domain three. guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a star three, and its power is based on the number of basic land types among lands you control. I yeah. thought this might be good, like a Nim Mizzet. Uh, I think. Uh, it seems Roger standard play. Out of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It seems good and standard, but it's like a pivot from like a a. Like a a deck that would have, like Nim Mizzet to me, I was like, okay, maybe they, I think they keep in removal, so that kind of turned me off of it. But just like having a two mana threat that can just like really pack a punch it seemed interesting to me, because you're gonna have like a lot of lane types anyway, so this can attack for three or four damage on turn three, and it has trample, and it could just really get in there. So I, I like this card, but maybe. Maybe not. I'll I'll wait for Roger to tell me if it's good in that specific deck. But I liked it. I still liked it. Okay. Curian uh, Beastmaster was the one you wanted me to bring up. No. Uh, the Lorgoyf, and then I have one more. Okay. Uh, Beastmaster is two mana two two. When you cast a creature spell, put a counter on this card, and when it dies, you throw your counters around anywhere. I think we saw this in a Hardened Scales deck. Um, yes. Yeah, and. Maybe it, I bet it might be good for in modern too. I I don't know what scales looks like these days, and it's it's so rare to actually see those decks nowadays. But it might be might just be good enough. I saw scales in Pioneer recently with uh with that thing and some other stuff. Yeah. Uh yeah. Let's get the uh, let's get the ape shaman. That's the silverback elder. No, that card's not good. Don't talk about that card. Oh, I thought you liked it. No. <laughs> okay. That was a joke. Okay, I don't think it's good either. Like, no. Worth worth. I mean, uh, it's probably okay, but like it. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I don't know any any format that I know of as of now that would want to play that card. No. Right. Yeah. I had someone in uh, the like a Titan player was like, "Hey, what do you think of this card?" I was like, "It is garbage. Do not. Don't don't entertain it. Like I don't. We don't even have to test it. It's, it's the fact that it doesn't ETB and it's when you cast a creature." Well, I was thinking, like, elves, if you just had, like... I don't know what el- Well, it just sucks. I'm just off it. Uh, I, okay, I gotta talk about Tailswipe. I think it's so good. It's basically Dromoka's Command for a green mana. It's Well, it's, it's Dromoka's Command for a green mana if you sorcery speed it. Well, that's fine. Also, does it's it... Like- doesn't sack enchantment. Where, where where are we getting the rest of Dramogus Command on this card? Uh, no, it just costs a single mana. It's like half the mana. It's you just play, play it in green. So it's so tail swipe. I'm gonna, I have to talk about this because I'm because okay. now apparently I have to fight you about this. Okay, it's gr- green for 
instant. You choose a creature you control and a, and a creature you don't control. Uh, if you cast it during your main phase, uh, you creature gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. Then they fight. So, I mean, Dromoko's Command was a busted standard card. and Dromoko's Command also put a plus one counter. Yeah, Dromoko's Command did plus one counter on it. Dromoko's Command also prevented damage from instance and sorceries. And did that, and then you also sack your enchantment. I get it, I get it. But Dromoko's Command basically is, uh, most of the time, it's just the, the one one counter and fight. And this does it more efficiently. So but, I'm, but I'm Dromoko's Command right, has your, more text on it than just... No, I get, I, oh my God, I get that. I get it, but this is still... It's it's combat trick like it's yeah, fine. I'm off it. Next card. I, I don't think it's bad. Well, okay. I I don't think it's bad either. Yeah, I, was, I don't. I don't think it's bad. No, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, Dramoka's Queen after standard has not really seen play in a meaningful way. So no, like, I, but, it, I, but I, it, I get that. But so. neither will this card. I'm just okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I agree. I, fine. I don't care. I don't care. It's fine. Okay, uh, oh, we have a few cards. Uh, the World Spells, the the, the first one. Uh, uh, I don't think that card's very good. I don't even remember what, what that card does. Okay, so mode one and two. So it's seven mana for a saga. Oh. Look at the top seven <laughs> cards of your library. You may reveal non-saga permanent card from among them. So it's a super cantrip. <laughs> that, yeah. you sh- that you share with your opponent. Yeah. <laughs> and then mode three, you put two non-saga permanent cards from your hand onto the battlefield. So you just like look at cards. It's which are tooth, and then this is the nail in mode three. All oh, right, it's tooth and nail. Yeah. So it, it's great. So I don't know why we're talking. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Let's. I, I. I mean, I do think like there could be a pretty good shell for this, but um, we haven't seen it yet. And I don't know what, what that deck looks like. But, hey, you just tutor for, like, the next card, Threats Undetected, you just tutor for for the card you want. Then you just plop them down. Easy. Sorcery speed gets ungiven. That doesn't put it in the graveyard. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But but you could. You could. Uh Erborg Lorgoif, this this one we definitely had to talk about, um, but we haven't seen decks for it either. It's the, the I think, like I said, I think there's going to be a delirium or some kind of graveyard shell that like is going to want that in Grimflare, and maybe even the Necropolis. I don't know. Right, I did think like, um, I I I, I did ask you about it in like Greasefang as a potential. It's uh, not combo dudes. card, um, but yeah, you, as you said, as I and as I noticed, was like the the dude count is not high enough to to be good enough. Um, no, yeah. So it's a, and it probably it's, I don't know might not be able to win the game, but I think the card's still pretty interesting to me. No, like, I definitely think it is. But yeah, like you said, it has to be the right. It has you have to pack a lot of creatures. It has to be yeah, like and there's there's a lot of like you could like play Grim Flare and stuff, and Grim Flare sees play in Pioneer, so like there it's not like it's out of the wheelhouse like i'm not naming some random rare that no one's ever heard of so right yeah i think like th- it will see play like there will yeah be i, I definitely play. think at some point someone's gonna figure it out and they'll, they'll yeah. play it yeah it'll just have to be a, like a crap load of creatures and some goifs and stuff like that and the kicker like it's just added added upside yeah yeah um so that's all i got for green uh i have one more and it's terrace yeah. under 
so it's yeah, green yeah. and generic exile target artifact or enchantment if you kick it for black and a generic it, uh it exile target non-land permanent okay card very good i think i think, you think it's pretty good okay. uh, it's pretty good for golgari removal like exile's already big and exile enchantment or artifact is big and then if you kick it you just hit non-land permanent that could be a planeswalker it could be a creature like hits a lot that's true yeah like, the only thing it's not is a stone rain, and that's fine. <laughs> right. It doesn't need to be a stone rain. Yeah. No, I... Yeah. Okay. I, I get I get what you're coming from. Like, I think it's... Like, because we had um the... Like, we had four-man exile cards, and this is, like, it has... Yeah, but, like, on the mana. on the yeah. short side, it's two-mana hidden enchantment or artifact that we just talked about earlier that white got one of the best enchantments in the format. Right, yeah, you so get like, that. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good against, uh, against your deck, just like hit the Grease Fang or whatever. Or, or, or the... Uh, the Parhelion before the attacking. The Parhelion, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's... Could be a good cyborg card. And, it, or, and, and like I said, like, it, it exiles it, so it's gone forever. Right, and like the uh, the theoretical like black-green rock deck, like maybe like one of these is not that bad, even in the main deck. Just No, yeah, I agree. If you, you just have like are a big like not a big mana. If you're just like a deck that that can play, you just games that go long. Just a four mana removal spell is pretty good. Like or it's fine enough while being the upside of two mana. Niche yeah, greatness. Yeah, that's a good card. Yeah, that's a good one to to get. Um, that's all I got for green. Uh, if we go to gold cards, let me kind of go through these real quick. There's definitely one. I'm just there's so many arts for these. It's ridiculous. You said there's definitely. I mean, there's a couple gold cards that are good. No, no, I agree. I'm just like trying to find the right one, and they're they're not sorted by name like the other cards are. I don't think. Uh, do you want to talk about Miria, the the Gruel card? Hell yeah! If you're insane in Pioneer, you could play Paradox Engine now with that thing, and it's really good. <laughs> Oh my god! But that I mean, really, like the big ones that I see. I'll, I guess I'll take over Rainbow. No, yeah, go for it. Uh, a Johnny Sleeper Agent. I okay, think it's. Sure. I think it's okay. I don't think he's gonna be. I want him to be good. Um, I me and our buddy Nick are real big on green white bad decks like Voice Resurgence and Night of the Reliquaries and stuff. Obviously, Night of the Reliquaries not legal in Pioneer, but you could play like this guy. I want to play him in like a Voice of Resurgence deck. Like so, he's one. Green, Phyrexian, white, green for the weird plant, or completed, whatever they call it. White. Uh, if you complete him, he comes in with two less loyalties. He comes in with four, so he can come in at two if you want him to for three. Plus one, you reveal the top card of your library. If it's a creature or planeswalker, you put it in your hand. Otherwise, you put it on the bottom. You may put it on the bottom. So it's a really weird scry. Uh, and here's the problem that I have with him. So he has a minus three, which okay. is relevant. Because he comes yes. in at foil loyalty. So if you brought him in at three, he cannot do his middle minus. Right. Which is distribute three plus one counters among uh, three target creatures. They gain vigilance. That's like, we had Gideon ally of Zendikar who could come in at four and anthem immediately. Right. That's so true. like, I don't, whatever. And then the ultimate is basically you win the game. Oh, you weren't there Friday. I found all five pieces of my Exodia. And, um... His emblem says you get an emblem that says whenever you cast a creature or planeswalker spell, target opponent gets two poison counters. 
You just hand a piece of Exodia until they get all five, and then they die. <laughs> okay. No, so I, I thought of this like... Uh, I think I've said this before. Like the, in a green, like you play, you want to play a Mandalork on one and uh, play this on two. Yeah, and it's it, full of creature cards, and you just I don't know. Well, you're a Coco deck probably, so like you're playing like forty creatures or something in addition to your four Cocos. Like right. Like I said, if I had the card pool still, I probably would have thrown together a green white deck with like uh, Voice of Resurgence, like like six Dorks or something, and. Um, like two of him, Coco's Archon of Amiria, you know stuff like that. Uh, I think I mean it's just like you you're full of like these gre- like, like these... his his plus has card advantage attached to it. It's just right, I we, we have a like em, like Emery Bobble is like a busted thing to do in modern. Well, the and thing is, is like that draws you a card. This is basically draw a card. It well it can be not draw a card. <laughs> It, I mean, it can be not draw a card, but it's a then it's a scry one. That's basically. But a it, but draw it's card. Rev- but it plays hand. I hate playing hands up. That's my least favorite thing in Magic. I think that's su- such a weakness in cards being hands up. No, but it's like it's fine. Like you like. I don't know. Like, I, like I said, playing, the, my, like I, the deck. I think you're just playing these cards anyway. Like you're not just gonna be like. No, yeah. I, I just think my mystery. biggest. It's like no, I'm I'm putting it down. I'm putting it down. That's the deck. Basically. I just think my so, biggest problem with him is that his middle minus cannot be done if you put him on three but i think it's fine i put like why not I, just let him cash in <laughs> like bring his ultimate to seven put it let him come in at five no you might when you raid when you're bored and you're just like i guess i'll win the game because i have all these creatures because the plus did so much work for me i hate you okay i'm going to i know game. i'm serious i think it's i think it's good I, I think that's that's the benefit of this card is like green white idiots like voices of resurgence like the like maybe one of the better cards in that kind of deck too and you just play these good green white cards and then you just minus when when it comes to like winning the game that okay that's fair but whatever that, that's just, that's my thought like i i could be wrong like i i was there's a chance getting... that this card just never sees the light of day oh yeah that i think we're so far that's where we're at yeah he... got, i was pretty quick to throw to give mine away to to well, i got lily last hope a mage raid no regrets no regrets <laughs> There's like five different art cards, and four different arts. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, he has the most different variants. I think he might be. There's a lot. All right, the next card that I've seen see a lot of play is Soul of Windgrace. Soul of Windgrace. Okay. So he's Jund and one for a five-four. Whenever a Soul of Windgrace enters the battlefield or attacks, you may put a land card from a graveyard onto the battlefield tapped under your control. I've seen this card see a lot more modern play than other formats. But he also has three activated abilities. For green, you discard a land, you gain three life. Uh, Red and one, discard a land, draw a card. And then two and a black, discard a land, uh, he gains indestructible and you tap him. I have seen a lot of Jund Saga decks in modern playing this guy as their top end. Like, huh. like I okay. mean, four mana, four mana, five four that puts a saga back into play, or even takes your opponent. Like the fact that he doesn't say like it just says from a graveyard onto the battlefield. Like you take your right. opponent's saga. True, or your own in Jet Saga. Even. Yeah, I have definitely seen him see a lot of modern play. No, yeah, that's that's true. That's definitely something I I miss, but 
I didn't, I didn't think about this. And like Ren will give you basically just give you land cards too. Yeah, to activate the ability with. Like Ren, Ren one draw card like that with Ren is looping right there. No, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then another card. Uh, this is the last mythic for multicolored. I was going to talk about was Zer Eternal Schemer. Okay. Uh, he is seeing play in Pioneer in the decks we were talking about earlier. The um, enigmatic decks. So he's just Esper. Okay. He's Esper flying one four, uh, human wizard. He has enchantment creatures you control have death touch, lifeling, and hexproof. And then for one in a white, target non-aura enchantment you control becomes a creature in addition to its other types and has base power and base toughness equal to its mana value. So with the Enigmatic decks, you can turn your uh, Leyline Bindings into seven uh, sevens or whatever with Lifelink, Death six Touch, six. and Hexproof. Or six sixes with Lifelink, Death Touch, and Hexproof. So I saw Nick do this to a couple people. That's crazy. I, I didn't... I, I don't know why I couldn't put those together, but, like... I definitely think that's, that's the only cool. home for this card, but, it I mean, it's a good home for it. Yeah. No, I didn't, yeah, I didn't even consider that. That does seem really good. Uh, and then next on my list is Urtai Resurrected. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of Pioneer Blue-Black Control decks play this card, so it's two and a Blue-Black for a Phyrexian Human Wizard on a 3-2. It has Flash. And then when it enters the battlefield, you choose up to one. You can counter a spell, activate ability, or triggered ability, and then its controller draws a card, or you destroy another creature. Or Planeswalker, its controller draws a card. So it does have the downside of giving your opponent a card. Or if you want to do it to something you control, you can give yourself a card. But, like... I mean, I've seen a lot of people... Like, it's, it's a good cash-in. Like, it's a hard counter on a 3-2. So, like, if you're against, like, anything, like, if you're against, like, uh, let's say, uh, since we talk about Grease Fang life, if you're against Grease Fang and you just kill Grease Fang, like, it doesn't matter if they draw a card, who cares? You, you dealt with the problem. Right. So, and you have a 3-2 that's left behind. Right. Yeah. But no, I definitely sure. think the card's good. I know a lot of people kind of stray away from it because of the, uh, the giving your opponent something. You just play Narset. Easy. <laughs> You're right, yeah. And then I guess the last rare would be Namada, Primeval Warden, but I haven't really seen anybody play this card. There's, there's one more. Rare? Uh, one more gold. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I, I, I was... Yeah, I I, no, okay, I, there's, okay. there's another gold card. Okay. There's, uh, yeah, there's one more gold card after this one. Um... At least on my list, but yeah. So it's a four. It's two in black green, and it has. It's a legendary tree folk. It's a three four. It has reach. It has Kalidas text that if a creature an opponent control would die, exile it instead. And then if you do, you make a one one. Now, like Kalidas has activated ability that care about the one one you make, but it, this one has two. You could pay green, sacrifice it. Nomada gets plus two plus two until end of turn, which is unlike Kalidas because Kalidas gained two plus one counters and was uh, paid three to do it. But this one also has pay black and one sacrifice two sapperlings. You draw a card. Okay. Why, why do we, why do we, why do you like this one? I like Nomada because it has reach, which is very relevant in Pioneer. Like a lot of stuff in Pioneer flies. And yes, Kalidus has lifelink, which is very relevant and makes two twos. Like, I don't think this card replaces Kalidus. I, it's not in the same wheelhouse, but 
it's it's another thing that says when a thing dies, exile it, and you get a benefit. And then this thing can also draw cards. It's a, it has reach, which like I guess is relevant for Pioneer. Like it's a three four with reach, so it's hard for Phoenix to get around it. Yeah, uh, and really, yeah, and you could give it plus two plus two, so it gets right. around Axe. Right. And then when it kills a Phoenix, it it eats it forever. Yeah. So that's why I like it. I, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if there's like a black green deck that plays Namada in addition to like one Kalidas. Right. Like it it has text. It's not like a dead card. No, sure. Yeah. And then I guess the last card for me for gold, and I think is the last one for you, is Balmore. Yes. That's uh, the Battle Mage one. Captain. So it's a blue red one through flyer. Uh, whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, creatures you control get plus one plus zero oh, and gain trample until end of turn. Right. Big text on trample. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, like, we've had a lot of other things that do anthems when you do things. That giving trample is very relevant. Right. Because now yeah, your your young pyromancer tokens aren't just, like, two ones or something. They're two one tramplers. Right. Or three one tramplers. Like, they, they, get, they can get through. Right. Even just, like, mid-game after you have, like, a okay board presence. So you can just lead with this and just cast some spells and now those tokens are, are are getting really big or even like the the prowess creatures like prowess used to play crash through because it was a one mana thing that gave him trample right so like yeah there there are prowess decks right now that are running around pioneer that play balmore right yeah and it's exactly. it's it's evasive it's one three flyer right and this was like ei was you know obviously banned and that was a big hit to the prowess decks and this kind of gives them a huge tool to and it's a wizard, which helps pay for lightning. Right, that's true. Which is also big. Because now you're not just relying on Soulscar uh, to be your, your wizard out. Right. And I, yeah, think, and I think Pyromancer's a wizard, too. I don't remember. Oh, uh, it's human something. It might be it. Shaman. Yeah, I think it's a Shaman. It's still, still, it's fine, though. It's, it's, like, it's a good token creator. Well, I mean, yeah, it's the best <laughs> one for spells decks. Yeah. Uh, anything else for, for gold? Nah, that's it. Yeah, that's it for me too. Um, if we go to colorless, but not much. Yeah, there's a few good ones. All uh, right, I'm ready to hear what you're gonna name as your good ones for colorless. For colorless, I mean, there's timeless lotus. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's five five mana <laughs> tap add five. Oh, add well, enters battlefield tap. That's tap, that's yeah. big. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't cost fake zero mana. Yeah, it's, golly, you, you get this next turn. Um, this was like the, you said it was a cha- like you, you referred to it as the, the chase. Uh, card. Okay. I said it was going to be the chase. Like I, it's not going to surprise me if the full art foil of that gets bought out. Like it is a com- like commander players are going to eat this thing up, right? Like it's definitely the commander like card of the set. Like commander players like when that stupid Lotus got printed in Commander Legends or whatever. Like oh, it, they they ate yeah. that thing up. Like anything with Lotus attached to it, people. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, so yeah, I think that card's pretty good. Um, well, I don't, I don't, I really don't see a home for it that I could, that's obvious to me. I, I feel like just commander is. Oh, what Lotus? Good. I know there were standard players talking about in standard with Teferi. Oh right, that yeah, that's. That, but that that's like it for that. Right. Uh, I'm I'm gonna skip Karn Living Legacy. As you should. I was gonna say if you say it, I'll leave. No, no, no. I, it it's not good. If you, if you, I, I hope, I, I hope we're proven wrong. Oh, I do too. I hope. I, so. I really do. I hope like 
there's some dumb artifact deck that just takes off because of him. And I hope I, I would, I would love to re-listen to this episode and be like, wow, we're so fucking stupid. Yeah, like, like, I can't why, believe we, we not think card. of this. Right. Uh, right now. I don't see it though. No, I, I definitely think he's, and, and, and it's crazy because this is the first planeswalker in a long time that I've seen that people have blown up. Like that is so bad. What annoys me is like how confusing they made this, the wording of the power stone token. There's like Tap. I think it's just him that makes them, or like there might be one other card that makes those. I, I don't think anything else. Does. I, I maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I I don't think anything else does. Like I I I swear I think there might be one other card, but like it, dude, they're so bad. Like I just don't get them. I don't get the gimmick. I will never understand. Right. Uh, so, but, but I do want to talk about Karn Silex. Uh, I I knew you were going to want to. I I feel like I have to. Uh, it's the three mana. Uh, legendary artifact enters tapped players can't pay life to cast spells or to activate abilities that aren't mana abilities and then uh, X tap XL this card destroy each non-land permanent card with mana value X or less only as a sorcery uh, so immediately I thought about I, you one thing I didn't think about I didn't know it was realize it was X or less like it is a sweeper not just yeah like, that's what uh, I was talking about it's double sided it's not no, not that, but it's like it's not like EE where it's like just kill your two drops. It's kill your two drops one and zero. No, that's drops. that's why I said it was double sided because like EE, you kind of the person doing the EE is probably playing around their own EE to some degree or whatever. Sure, right. That thing is if you do it, it's everything. Yeah, it, it gets everything and, and and lower. So like initially, so initially I was like, oh, well, you can play this in in a card amulet because you have amulet so you can just kind of get this right away it always it, but i was i i don't know why i missed that uh, that's why i was anyway. curious because i was like you I, I told you too i was like you're gonna blow up your own amulet doing it like you if you're doing it i'm hoping you're winning no well it's just like if i'm doing it like if if i could get rid of the the death shadow and the ragavan or something like that it's like i'm fine to lose the amulet because those things are going to kill the shit out of me um but it's just like it costs like so four and three and one man so it costs eight mana with an amulet to do it all in one swing um so it's 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 kind of heavy it always costs one more mana than engineer explosives too which is like a comparable card with when you talk about card the great creator in in, in modern is like you could card minus get an ee and hopefully just be able to put it on x equals one and just hold up the activation or two or whatever the relevant mana value is or whatever um and then at the fact that exiles itself you can just grab it later with karn two so you can kind of just keep doing it um like i i, I was I had someone asked me i was like hey what do you think card silex last week someone asked me i was like i was like i think the card's good but every time like every day that passes i think it's slightly worse and i feel I, like i keep talking you out of it <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, even, yeah, I think so too. It might be underused that can't pay life to cast spells or activate abilities. It's a, like, one thing that's kind of interesting is, like, we, a lot of Titan players are playing one Yawgmoth Hate Piece, where it's probably Cage or Needle, just to stop Yawgmoth, and this kind of is a acceptable piece. Actually, yeah, well, it's acceptable to stop a combo, a Yawgmoth combo. I yeah, guess. like, they can't they can't draw out of it, too, with it on the battlefield. Like, they can't just, like, draw a bunch of cards. Right. So, like, this, even though it costs three minutes of, like, one. Yeah, they can't Apatra you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. 
so I, I was initially like, yeah, this is a staple in car and sideboards. I I don't know if that's true anymore. Like, enters tapped, so you don't just only Ambly gets to get the effect right away, and even then, like we don't play Karn that often, and even even then, it's like like I said, face up. Hey. I hate it. Yeah, and it's, oh, it's sorcery speed too. So just like oh, you <laughs> did I even read that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you liking it more and more now that you keep reading it? Yeah, it gets it gets worse as I keep reading it. I don't know what it is. Uh, I think I mean I saw a, a list with Weatherlight completed. Rakdos sack. I was gonna, that was the only thing I was going to talk about was that Rakdos sack plays that card. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. That's too. It's just like it's kind of like a middle piece of a comp of that. Well, kind of... I will say, and I talked extensively with somebody about this. I will say it gives them a lot more outs to things because, like, every time a creature dies, you scry one. Right, whenever a creature control dies, you put a fire resist counter on it, then draw a card if it has seven or more. Yes. If you don't, you scry one. Yeah, so like, when you're doing cat combo, like this lets you scry one every time you do it. Yeah, and right. then at a point, at some point, it's just going to start drawing cards every time you do it. So like, I de and, and the worst case, like, I feel like it's just a two mana enchantment for them. It, yeah. It's... That, that will eventually become a 5-5. Five, five. Like, right. Yeah. As it's... long as it has four more Fire Resist counters on it. So basically it's just, yeah, it's just a vehicle until it has four counters on it. Then it becomes a... A creature. Yeah, it becomes a 5-5 five, five flyer. So, like, yeah, but... I, it, it's good for them. Yeah, for me initially, I was like, oh, okay, we need the, the Boros card that we didn't talk about. The one that gives all your vehicles crew one. I was like, okay, so this, this and that's the combo where you just, like, give it crew one, then you attack for five for two mana. It's, like, a big chunker. Uh, that 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 does not seem very good, but... Um... No, but, like like I said, for, for Rakdos sack, like, it's it's perfect for them. Like I said, you're doing Cat Loop or uh, the Anvil, and, like, it, it just does a lot. <laughs> Is it better than Trail of Crumbs? Well, I mean, most of the like, sack, green, most sack decks don't even play Trail of Crumbs. Like, if you're on Jun's sack, you're playing, like, Coco's. But if you're on Rakdos Anvil, like, that's a deck that I want to buy into so bad, too. I don't know why I haven't, because, like, I'm sure that deck, I'm sure that deck is, like, not expensive. Right. And uh, some of them, and some of them play fucking Obnixilis, and that's all I care about in life. Uh-huh, yeah. He's the man. Anyway, um, I, I guess, like, the la that's it for colorless cards, from or for colorless non-lands. Um, lands, we don't, we get... The blue white painland and the the red green painland introduce and the black red actually. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's everything but brushland, which was the green white one. Let's see what is yeah. So it's brushland and uh, the blue black one. Right, we have three of them now, or uh, we we have eight of the ten now, so we're just missing those two. Which is still weird to me that we it is weird that yeah. we didn't get the other ones. Like I don't know when they're gonna introduce them. Like I don't know when you'd have that opportunity. I think the next set, Brothers War, will give us the. the oh rest. sure, just like oh just oh yeah yeah just re just print the rest of them. It's kind of like the uh, the the flipper lands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fair. Yeah. Um, Bear talk. I guess like th Thran Portal. Yeah. Um, it's a gate. Like it's a good gate card. Like if you play gates, that's Ugh. it. And I mean, it's strictly worth mana confluence, basically. Yes. Only one type, and you lose a life. Every and you have to read. You have to read so much text to be like, "Oh, okay." So it just sucks. Yeah, like it's so. Like <laughs> it's I remember so... when I got spoiled. I was like, "What does this card do? Why does it have so much text on it?" Right. It's oh, yeah. It's, it's so. It's like it's like reading a book, and you're just like at the end, like, "Oh, that, 
well, that was disappointing. Like, that's what Thran Portal is. Yeah, I hate that card. I hated reading it, and I hated, like, getting to the end of it, and I was like, this card's not good. Yeah, I, someone asked about it somewhere, just like in a spoiler thread. I was like, the only thing that is makes this interesting is the word gate on it, because they're five-color deck, and it's being a gate that makes it good for that deck. Yeah, that, I'm that's, sorry that's for, like, standard decks that have to play that thing. Yeah, I mean, they have the pain lands. Like, that. that's good. That's decent lands. Yeah. And they still have the, uh, the, the triomes. Yeah. Uh, I guess the only land left is Plaza. Uh, so it's a gold or attached for any color for legendary spells. That could be interesting. That actually could be really cool. Well, and then yeah. it has also on it that it can add one mana of any color among legendary permanents you can draw. Okay, so if you have, so it's the same as Mox Amber, right? Yeah, and then it has pay three, tap it, exile it for some reason, and then target legendary creature gains hexproof and indestructible until it turn. I still think this card's really good. I've seen a lot of humans decks with it, like like greedy human decks that play like uh, all the legendary humans. So like, okay. yeah, like Kudro. Thalia, Kithian. Very different than humans that I'm used to, or what I'm. Uh, whatever the new lord they got, that's green white. King Darian. Okay. Yeah, so like they're they're all in on that kind of stuff. Uh, Adelaine or whatever. Okay. Let just legends deck. Yeah, but it's all humans, so like they'll play like Thalia's lieutenants. But those those haven't really ran around too much, but I have seen a couple of them. Right. Okay, cool. Well, that's that's all the cards. I, oh, the ba- the 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 full art basics are really cool. I oh yes, they're uh, on art because I always talk about art every time I said uh, the stained glass art, fucking great. The full art's awesome. Yeah. Um, like I will say, even though Karn's bad and some of the other cards, but like the full art Lily, I pulled that in my pre-release and I love it. Yeah. Uh, you pulled the good guy full art of Johnny, which looked really good. Even the bad guy full art of Johnny looks really good. Mm-hmm. All the full art pain lance look fucking phenomenal in this set. Yeah. Like oh, the yeah. caves of Koilos is like my favorite, but the Shivan Reef looks really good. Um. Yeah. The, the set looks really good. I'm I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. The basics. Like I always like upgrade basics for amulet basically and just wh- whatever else. Yeah. I need to get some definitely... of the basics for Grease Fang because they look so damn good. Yeah, I'm definitely well right now. My mono green uh, devotion deck. They just have like, I pulled it from my basic forest pile. I, I should probably dress that up a little bit, but I was like, ah, it's fine. I need to do forests. <laughs> you'll you'll you would hate it. Oh, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> but these forests, I, I need to get a pile of these. Yeah, they look they look so good. Uh, but yeah, cool. I think that's all I got. Yeah, that's that's it for me. Okay. All right, everyone. Thanks for checking us out, and we will talk to you guys next time. Later, y'all.